Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay, let's begin. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This is choked when the pressure was on. Son of a The Bailey Show. Check, 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 check. He's on here. Welcome to the Bailey Show. (laughs) Bailey doesn't have a mic that's working, but we're getting him on air. Is that you? No, it's not him. (laughs) All right, there it is. A Monday. Hold on, let me swing this around. The sixth day of November. I think I'm supposed to be using this microphone anyway. 2023, thanks for being here. Hope you had a great weekend. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Naked D. That is me. There's Nelson. Yep. Hello. Good talk. (laughs) And Kyle on the other side of the glass, your phone number, 916-909-0985. You can also use that to get in on the text machine on social media at Listen to the BS on YouTube at The Bailey Show or podcast on the Odyssey app. As well as the BaileyShow.com will release a new uncensored podcast uh, this Wednesday. Uh, Green Day tickets, they'll be at Oracle Park. What a great show. Smashing Pumpkins, Rancid, and the Linda Lindas, uh, September 20th of next year. So we'll have those tickets for you uh, closer to 8 o'clock when we do a round of Generally Speaking. The Big Fat Bribe continues once again this week. So lots of opportunities each and every weekday for you to win $500. Definitely, there's an opportunity with us before 10 a.m. So when we return uh, next segment, I will tell you what song you will be listening for in order to call uh, be color 18 to yes. win the $500. Get your duckies. I'm all out of I'm all out of sorts because of my thingy. Me too. It's so weird trying to sit over here. Oh, now, to talk now everything's because I can't get it to move. Now, now he's just turned everything off. What's now off? we're just dead what do you air. mean to, to, I've turned everything off? Now I can't hear anything. Oh, my God in heaven. Yeah, I right. can hear. Just, uh, there we go. Now we're back now on the radio. try your microphone. Okay. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, 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 hello. Nothing. Nothing. Right. Like, why don't, why, don't we just do, uh, why don't we just do this like this right now? And then during the break, you can try to figure it out. Yeah. All right? You okay over there? I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah, something we need to work on. Just take a breath. We'll figure it out. All will be good. Yeah. Uh, everybody have a good weekend. Are you smiling. I can't take the 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 s eating grin you got on right now. No, you I'm just way. telling you, is everything's all good. Yeah. Is, is it? it? Yeah. You know, I, I used to flip out, Nelson, when I was younger. I used to flip out. Every the whole world was going to end. Yep. And again, the best advice, not from a prophet, not from a poet, not from a religious body. Not from a politician, definitely not from a rock star. The best advice anyone could ever possibly get was from Booger in uh, Risky Business. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> Sometimes you just have to say 
what the F? Yes. That yeah. is the best advice you could possibly get. Mm-hmm. Booger. Who would have ever thought of I don't even know his name in the movie, but it wasn't Booger. From Revenge yeah, of the Nerds. Yeah, but he's Booger. He's Booger. You know who you're talking about when you say Booger. But I think Booger came after Risky Business. Probably. Booger came after Risky Business. But he was also in uh, Moonlighting with Bruce Willis. Yeah, still Booger. Was that Moonlighting, right? The show? So, uh, Sybil, Sybil Shepard. Yes. And uh, Bruce, correct. and he yeah. was in that too. Yeah, because he because a few people realized that Bruce Willis was a comedian before he was an action star. No, oh, comedic actor. Yeah, well, yeah, he like not a, a stand, not a stand up guy, stand-up. but no, yeah. Yeah. but Moonlighting was a comedic role. Very, very funny. Yeah. yeah, I think I had. So here's the thing. You know, I saw a picture of Bruce Willis. Uh, actually, this morning I woke up and I saw something. I guess he's lost all of his verbal skills. Can't talk at all. Can't talk at all. How sad. Very, very, very sad. I mean, this is one of he. Arguably, he could go down as the best action hero because he wasn't the stereotypical prototype of an action hero. Right. Right. He was not jacked. Kind of. He was dad bodden before dad bods. Right. Mm-hmm. Never had a full head of hair. No. Always was balding. Doesn't look like a superhero or not a super an action hero. No. But he was. John McClane's one of the best characters in uh, in film history. The reluctant <laughs> action hero. Right. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm going, this is very, very sad. Uh, I wanted to cry this morning as soon as I opened my eyes. You I wanted, wanted to cry? I wanted to cry as soon as I saw this. <laughs> I got choked up, yeah. And when you see stuff like this, I don't know if this is for any anybody else, but when you see stuff like this, you it's all, it's that WebMD syndrome where you're going, mm-hmm. I couldn't talk the other day. I wonder if I have what, what Bruce Willis has. Listen, I'm yep. always trying to self-diagnose myself these days because I'm starting to forget things. I could be looking at you. And I know what your name is, but for Jason. at least two minutes, it will not come to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And it, that scares me to my core. Yes. So I'll give you an example. This has been happening more and more often in my life. And I tell you, there's that window. If you can survive 46 to 56, you know, I th- that's another thing I want to try and dodge is that long, that long body eating disease like ALS or something, oh, you know, Alzheimer's or dementia. I mean, it's just a horrible, horrible way to go. You just deteriorate right in front mm-hmm. of your loved ones and in the world. It's mm-hmm. just it's a really bad spot. So there is a story uh, over the weekend. Very another very, very sad story. But Hollywood stuntman uh, out of Georgia. And I think he was part of that crew with like uh, my bu- guy. I know Nick Decay. Mm-hmm. And and he was in um, Black Panther. Black Panther. He did he a lot a stunt of stunts, man. but mm-hmm. but very you know, he was he was in the biz, right? Right. And a lot of them live in and around that area where, where we moved from. And he passed away in a car crash with his kids. Oh, sad. Off the exit, truck hits him. Very, very sad. And I'm seeing the story, and it was on TMZ, and I see the story, you know how they have it blocked up, mm-hmm. you know, where it's, top, you know, word on top of each other. And I look at it, and then I go and I start reading the story because I'm like, this is so odd. I, I, I want to know how they passed. That's just very odd. Mm-hmm. You might think, well, Bailey, what's odd about dying in a car crash? Mm-hmm. Well, I my when I looked at it, I saw a car wash. Oh, oh yeah. wash, not crash. Mm-hmm. And, okay. And this has been happening more and more often. And I like to consider myself pretty smart guy and, mm-hmm. and pretty quick and, and very focused. But the older I get, the less focused I get. And I'm going, I'm wondering if I got to like retrain my brain for a different age. I know, I, know. I, I eat great, I exercise, I do all the things, I don't drink a lot, barely at all, I don't do drugs, you know, so I'm like, what's happening? Because this happens all the time. My well, doctor you, said it's just getting older. So our brain just starts mixing up stuff? You're just not paying as much attention. Now, does it make you worried then 
like how many things you've missed because you've just read them wrong, but it wasn't, it didn't stick out enough for you to go car wash. That can't be right. You know what I mean? Because I've been doing almost the exact same thing so much so that I started noticing it in the last year that I brought it up to my doctor. I'm like, doc, it's like, it's not dyslexia, but that's what it feels like. I'm just not seeing whole words or I'm adding words that, that are in different places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it completely changes the sentence, but still makes it a valid sentence. You almost wonder if it's because we're inundated with information, especially like what we do. We constantly read stuff. I'm sure you know, you listen and you scroll through your phone and you, you just you, because we don't. It's not like we sit there and we open up a book and we concentrate word for word. No, we skim. We do a lot of skimming yeah. now. Right. So I'm wondering if we're retraining our brains to instead of read word for word and be inundated in the story that's being told, it's like how quickly can I get my brain to process the buzzwords that I'm going to read that are purposely put in certain fonts or certain co- uh, colors mm-hmm. to get my attention? I don't know. I would almost rather mix a word up than just totally forget stuff like I'm doing. Like I'm totally forgetting things like that I should know. Oh, we know that you'd rather mix up a word. I'd rather mix yeah. up a word. <laughs> I feel better about Actually, that. I, I, I have diagnosed what is wrong with us. That's Nelson, the Nelson, I have di- I just it took me only nine minutes to do it, but I have diagnosed exactly what is wrong with both of us. And what is that? Whatever it is that we are getting, uh-huh. it's contagious. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a virus. And it came from the host. I <laughs> learned what an anomaly was because of Finding Nemo. Have you? Because <laughs> I got to tell you, before I worked here mm-hmm. with her all the time, yeah. I didn't have this problem. Did you? <laughs> nope. Not nope. a one time. It is contagious. What is space? So it's that over there. Hey, it could be. When you're around somebody a while, things rub off. You're like a villain, and that's your villain power. <laughs> but the good is what's supposed to rub off. The good rubs off, too, I'm sure. Uh, well, not, I'm just getting the bad. I don't know if I can remember. <laughs> like, can you imagine if, I don't know, what what, what kind of villain name do we, we uh, rearrange word woman? Oh, that's good. Rearrange. The rearranger. The rearranger. <laughs> the, rear, the rear ranger. The rear ranger. The rear ranger. That's you thought she was the own ranger this whole time, but she, that was just her uh, disguise. Alias. I know. People are really going to confuse who you are by calling you the rear <laughs> ranger. So we're going to call you the rear ranger, mm-hmm. and let's just say here's the fight with the rear ranger. Huh? And it's like, I see you, Superman. What's up? <laughs> you know? I do. And Superman's like, no, nah, I don't want to mess with it. <laughs> and but her her powers have already gotten to him. Oh yeah, he's already so he's gonna fly in the wrong direction. So, so he gets up and he goes up, uh, down, up and away. No, that's not. No, it. That's not oh it. my god, I can't think of what for American truth. American Ornological Society for truth. Justin, Justin, <laughs> Justin, and the American Legion. God, that's not it. And what she does is she embarrasses the other superheroes. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a good plot. I like that. Don't mess with the rear ranger. Nope. The rear ranger. <laughs> we be just, all off. We just came up with a graphic novel in right. like 10 minutes. That was pretty we good. We retire at this point if yeah. anyone could figure out how to write it. Well, I, got a, I got a guy. <laughs> you always have a guy. I got a guy. Yeah, but you can't let him too close to the rear ranger or he's not going to get the words out right on the page. Yeah, it'll be a decipher book. <laughs> Uh, the Big Fat Bribe, uh, the song of the day. We'll tell you what that is. $500. Five, numerous opportunities to win $500. $500 in your pocket, but what song is it? 
that you'll be listening for and what do you do once that song plays because it will play before 10 a.m we'll give you all those details here in a minute hey. show me the money all right it's 98 rocks big fat Rhyme. more money this week each and every weekday five hundred dollars just for those not in the know for those that have been knowing for the last couple of weeks and still haven't won your five hundred dollars today's your day I got a feeling the song you are listening for is Incubus. Wish you were here. It's Nelson's favorite band. It is. Yes. My brother had messaged me the other day, sends me a picture of these two women. He says, you're in radio. You know who that is. <laughs> I said, I do not. And he goes, well, the one on the right I went to high school with. Mm-hmm. And he went to high school at Wasilla High School in Alaska mm-hmm. years ago. And he goes, the one on the left is her daughter. and She's the new bassist for Incubus. Ooh. That's such a random message. Yeah, it is. <laughs> random. <laughs> and, of course, my mind goes, oh, I should probably tell Nelson. No. Did you see her at the show? Yeah, she was up there. Oh, okay. I don't know what the heck happened to the. She's like the third bassist that they've had. Okay, bassists so are replaceable. She was a uh, well, especially after they get. I would have never thought they could have got rid of Dirk, but then they did, and Ben was fine. Yeah, I miss Ben. <laughs> Dirk was funkier. He was. I miss ben. Wasn't he, Nikki? Mm-hmm. He was so funky that Dirk mm-hmm. played that funky music too. He did. He did. He played that. Mm-hmm. That was a funkier incubus. incubus when Dirk was around. But then Ben, a, very, a much more technical bassist. Yeah, and you know what? The music just didn't have the same funk. No, right? Nikki and I were talking about that this weekend. We were. You just we noticed the lack the of funk. funk. La- yeah, lack of yeah. funk without Dirk. Mm-hmm. Very upsetting to us. <laughs> Uh, so listen for that song when it plays. You'll have your first opportunity before 10 a.m. with us, the BS. So be caller 18 at 916-909-0985, and uh, we will get you 500 duckies, $500. Yep. Nikki D uh, is a is a religious, very religious person. I am. She uh, prays aggressively. You know, very. If you follow the program, we've discussed that <laughs> numerous times. Yes. She does not use profanity, which I still don't understand whether that has anything to do with religion, but each into their own. Thou shalt not judge thee. Thou do as they please. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Love those thous. Uh, she visited you, visited a new church. Yes, because and, I'm still looking for one. Right. It's kind of like rushing for a sorority. <laughs> no, it's not. I, I wouldn't say that. That's not the same. Well, they bring you in. They kind of, they put you over. They want you to join. Yes, they do. Right? So it's just like rushing for a sorority or a fraternity. Mm-hmm. So what I've been doing, because I've been going to a few different churches here, and the church I went to yesterday, I'd made the decision to not stand up when they ask if you are visiting for the first time. Because that's when people swarm you and they give you all these things to fill out and then people want to hug you. And I'm like, okay. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want people touching me. So when they ask if it's my first time, I'm going to just stay seated. So that's what I did. But everybody in the church turned around and looked at me. So clearly oh, they knew. stuck out. Right. I always stick out everywhere I go for some reason. I don't know why. So, I wonder what it is around here. Right. <laughs> I stuck out. Right? I've been scratching my head for the past seven months trying to figure it out. So everybody in the church turns around and looks at me and I just keep sitting there smiling. I do not get up. 
So when it church ends, the guy who's sitting next to me said, what's your name? And I said, it's Sneaky. He said, this is your first time here, isn't it? And I just couldn't look at the man and lie because I knew he knew. We can't lie in church. And I'm in church, right? right? Yeah, sure. So right. I'm like, I already kind of lied when I didn't stand up when they asked. So I'm like, yes, this is my first time here. He's like, yeah, I knew it. I never seen you here before. He's like, come on with me right now. You have to go meet the pastor. And I'm like, I don't want to meet the pastor. I want to leave. This church already lasted way too long. I need to get out of here. And he's like, no, no, follow me. <laughs> like she was kidnapped. And I'm like, listen, church didn't end to like 145. What time did you get in? At 10-ish. Oh, oh no. no. Right? No. So I was already like, I got to get out of here. I'm Look. not going to come back to this church. Like, I tried it. <laughs> I don't need to meet the pastor. You're right. It was a lot. Like, you're like, I don't know. <laughs> I like, dude, you're already into the late games. <laughs> right. I got to go. So this man is now taking me to see the pastor. And in my mind, I'm trying to figure out, like, if I just turn around and walk off, is that going to be horrible of me? Like, I'm feeling very <laughs> peer pressure. And I'm not the peer pressure type of person. Like, I will say no, stand on my no, and keep it pushing. But I felt like I couldn't tell the man no. So then he takes me down this hallway around some corners, and we're in an office. No one's in the office at this point but me and him. And I'm like, okay, what are we doing? He's like, um, sit down. I just need to talk to you. So he starts asking me questions. He's like, okay, please don't leave. Stay here. I'll be back. Oh. And he gets up and leaves the office. So now I'm left sitting in this office by myself, and I'm just looking around like, what is going on? And why didn't I just say no and leave? So a few minutes later, in comes the pastor with this guy. And then the pastor's talking to me, and he's like, can I pray for you? I'm like, okay, cool. Let's pray. Let's get out of here. Oh, he didn't see your prayer, did he? <sighs> oh, no. No, oh. he didn't. He called the cops afterwards. <laughs> he he's like, we need, to, we need to bring him back up. Get the assistant pastors no. because we need to hold this one down. So then he, he does a prayer, and then he says, I want you to join the choir. I think you will do really good in this church. Never heard he, you sing. Never heard me sing at all. That's weird. He's, he's, he's like, I think you need to join the choir. Mm. You will be a great addition to the church. You know, just think about it. Very nice, though. And we'll see is the you. Choir, uh, like, is the choir lacking in a little uh, diversity? No. Okay. It's not lacking in diversity. I just... I see where you're going there. Well, did you see the voice she used? Yeah. Well, when she was talking, describing the man who wanted to help her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, the writing no, was on the wall. No, no. Oh, come back here, miss. We're going to take care of you. We'll yeah. just come meet the pastor. First, I want you to watch Sister Act. <laughs> <laughs> There's no agenda here, but I saw this movie the other day, and based off of the demographics in our church... <laughs> You fit the vision that I have. <laughs> and I didn't tell him no. I, I, at that point, again, I should have said, no, thank you. I'm not going to join the choir. But I didn't. I just smiled and nodded. And, and So now yeah. you're in the choir. I'm not. I'm not going to yeah. I'm, I'm not. But I was hey, thinking, I'll tell you this. What? If you're in the choir, this is probably another first church of, because they're always first. <laughs> right. They're never second. No. Nope. <laughs> Like, you know, if you want me to go to church, get find me the third church of Jesus Christ. <laughs> because you know what? I know you're telling the truth. Like, if you ever have a doubt about churches and if they if, if they don't tell you, if they're not honest with you, they're all liars because they're all saying they're the first. Uh-huh, it couldn't be. So you tell me where the third church of Jesus Christ is, <laughs> I'm signing up today because they're telling the truth. You start singing in this choir because I've not. heard you sing. Yeah. Not great. 
They'll ask you to stop. I'm Nelson and I are. We're gonna be your group. We'll be your roadies. Yes, roadies, groupies, fan club. We'll whatever. do whatever you, guys you need. Call me to church. Oh, we're gonna wear signs. <laughs> we'll put our phones up with the light. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna go see in a choir. See if he prays for us in a private uh, office. Right. Bet she doesn't. Nope. You happening. heard of him before, right? right. <laughs> the best thing to do to walk into a church if you want to leave and you don't want to have a continued conversation mm-hmm. is say, look, I'm on food stamps. I don't have any money. Oh. What? Yeah. See what, see how they react. They'll be <laughs> like, you know, there is a third church of Jesus Christ <laughs> that you should really try. No, they won't care. Oh, they care. It's going to be a thin tithe season. Yeah, they care. <laughs> They don't care. They just want you so, to come uh, and meet Jesus. So, uh, so, so I didn't say no. And I, for the life of me yesterday, I kept thinking, what was wrong with me? I, I'm never peer pressured. I don't let Maybe people that's a pressure sign. me. Like, Maybe that's why a didn't sign. I say no? It's a sign. A sign of what? A sign that you're supposed to be there in the choir. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not so going to join the choir. Does that mean you're not going to go back to that church? I'm not going back anytime soon. And if she does that, is that holy ghosting? Oh, <laughs> you got to give yourself a, a, a CSI. Oh, oh, dang! I didn't think about that one. <laughs> there you go. Mm-mm, mm-mm, oh boy! Mm, there you go, Nelson. <laughs> Look at you. Just if you do follow up on this, because sometimes <laughs> you do mix up words. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Chorus and chores look very similar. I know that. <laughs> okay. But I'm saying don't go and say, hey, I'm in for the chores. No, <laughs> I know how to say choir. <laughs> Thank you chores. very much. I'm here for the chores. <laughs> okay, grab the grab the mop and start, <laughs> and start at it. No. Uh, I'm right, well, congratulations. That's awesome. Don't say congratulations. I'm not doing it. Uh, as soon as football season's over, I'm in. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to you, you got you got to wait till after February. <laughs> My Sundays right now are, are tied up a little bit. From 10 until about bedtime. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're tied up. All right, first round of headlines. What do you got there? I'm going to say you what? No, pe- sing it. I'm not singing it. Your first story. I'm going to tell you what pesky insects are invading Cali. And- do they say amen here? They do say I'm in here. I figured they'd say all them. Oh, God. They don't. (laughs) I'm going to tell you why I threw a flare. (laughs) Got into a fight. (laughs) Oh, my God. What now? Why tuba player got into a fight. Tuba player? Yes. Tuba. All right. Tubas and flies. Cool. Yep. All right. First round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Headlines. First round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys. Heating and air. 530 Good Air. Best service, best price. That is guaranteed. Nikki D. How do you combat fruit flies? The answer is release millions more. H1. A massive effort is underway in California to control the spread of an invasive pest that could threaten farms there and beyond. California is dealing with an invasion of Mediterranean fruit flies. They're believing that someone brought them over in produce coming from another country, and they have now infected over uh, a lot of the crops and berries and nuts that's going on there. So the plan in order to combat these is they're going to now drop 250,000 sterile 
male fruit flies. And the reason why they're going to do that is because those are going to mate with the Mediterranean ones and the eggs are going to be nothing. Yeah. So it'll keep them from multiplying further. Mm. It's been stuff like that's been done before. Oh, I've never heard this before in my life. Yeah, A couple of years ago, I think the University of Florida released a certain type of mosquito to offset a certain type of mosquito. And I did, didn't you didn't University of Florida also aren't love bugs uh, genetically altered? Like, weren't they made in a lab? Yes, I believe I you are correct. That. And I think they came, well, look it up. I think they came from, like, UF. Uh, love bugs. They're big on, on the bug thing there. I like you love know. bugs, though. Yeah. But the University of Florida did a couple years ago with mosquitoes. They released a certain type of mosquito. I'm pretty sure I'm right on this. They, they released a certain type of mosquito out into the world that combated a different type of mosquito. And that is bugs. a false rumor. Yeah, no evidence. The mosquito? Yeah, a wildly, no, no, the love bug. Love oh, bugs. A widely accepted rumor claims that love bugs were created in a lab at the University of Florida as predators of pesky mosquitoes. The rumor is false. See, look at that. At least I got something right. <laughs> yeah. I got the I got the false right. There you go. The story was right. Yeah. It's just false. not accurate. Right. It's not it's accurate. A real story. You got the you uh spread an actual rumor. Yeah, you didn't just make that up yourself. I spread a factual rumor. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't the only person that believed it. Right. Yeah. But it had no factual basis. But now we debunked it. Yeah, we did. All in the same sentence. Right here. I mean yeah. really good. Have they tried setting out a little cup of apple cider vinegar? Because that's how I take care of the fruit flies. Yeah, in my but house. that does not work with these fruit flies here, mm. I'm telling you, because I was infested with few fruit flies myself and I put Ew. everything up in my kitchen. I do use the vinegar, I use all the traps. Those things were so hard to kill. I ultimately had to just keep bleaching down my kitchen. You know you just throw boiling water down the the sink and that's what kills them, right? No. Yeah. You take boil you boil water and you pour it down the sink. And what that does is that's where they're laying their eggs and it just destroys the eggs. The bleach doesn't always get them. See, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. There was uh in my shower one time, I had these like little wormy things. Oh. They're they're it's a and they they turn into flies. And I was and they started coming out from the drain. I mean, it was like a Yeah, you know what those are? Those are maggots. No, 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 no. They they're called something. I forget what it is. And it was it was like a horror movie. Like I'd never seen it before. It was right when I moved to Georgia. This was like uh-huh. 10, 10 years ago. I was like, "What in the Sam hell is this?" Right? It, you could see the little things squirming around, and then eventually the, these things are flying out from the drain. I'm like, "This is not good." And so I did research and I googled, and they actually sell this bottle of it was a like a thick gel, uh-huh. you know, kind of to Nelson's point where you and then you put it down the drain and it kills it all. But it was the creepiest thing I had ever seen in my entire life. It was so, it was like a horror story. You, know, you don't like, remember what they were called? No. <clears throat> I think they might have been called drain flies, to be honest with you. Sure. Something just as simple as that. Mm-hmm. But it was, the, you could see the 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 the, 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 the larva. Uh-huh. And it was squirming like, let me out, let me out. Ew. <laughs> like, where did, where did I move? Get me out of here. <laughs> All right, second uh, story. Run up on a tuber player and you might get socked. H2. Texas Southern says it is looking into this incident that was caught on camera during the TSU Jackson State football game. The band is in the stands playing their heart outs, minding their business. And in the video, you see this guy walk up to this, this guy that's playing the tuba and he's just like yelling at him. The tuba player stops playing. He punches this dude like two or three times and then continues playing his song. It is such a funny video. But uh, reports are saying that this is the first time this guy has confronted him. So I don't know if he has some personal issues with whoever this is. But the school is now saying they're going to finally take protective measures so that people can't just walk up to the band in the stands. Yeah, dummy. Pick on the clarinet player. (laughs) Pick on nobody. The tuba player is a big, big dude usually. Right. Well, in my band, the clarinet player was a pretty big dude too. 
Was that and you? That was you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't scary, but he was large. I don't. Out of, all the, out of all the instruments I could have picked, I picked the, uh, yeah. the Nelson instrument. Uh-huh. Why clarinet? I, it was the first one that I picked up, and it was easy to play. You couldn't have gone saxophone? I know. Wouldn't have been so cooler. Drums? Anything would have been cooler than the clarinet. Yeah. Saxophone yeah. players are sexy. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted Well, they play. wouldn't. Then legally, I don't think I'm allowed to play the saxophone then, because I would not fit the bill. Look, I, it would have upped you. I did something very similar. Music class, elementary school. <laughs> we had to pick an instrument. And I, sh- I wish I would have taken guitar, obviously. Right. Uh, and then I was like, I'm going to do a saxophone. And then I was like, well, look at all those buttons. <laughs> a lot of buttons. I was like, that's heavy. I don't want to carry it around. No, I'm not going to do saxophone. And I was like, everybody's doing violin. I want to be different. I want to play the viola. Oh, no. Like, does anybody even know what that is? <laughs> it's like a weird violin, right? Yeah, it's like a fat violin. It's, oh, that's what it is. Yeah, and so I learned hot cross buns and then something else. <laughs> and I was out. Hot cross buns. Can you see me with a viola? Oh, no. no. Not no. at all. No. So maybe one day we can start a band. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> I still have the clarinet. My viola, your clarinet. And, of God. course, on vocals, the newest member to the church <laughs> is choir. <laughs> the rear ranger <laughs> Nikki well, D And you all band my vocals will be great Yeah mm-hmm. Probably The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2023 Took place this past weekend A lot of people got in A lot of people performed A lot of people gave speeches Some of those speeches Didn't go over well Especially with the audience that listens to this radio station. Uh, so we'll bring all that up here in just a minute. Hey, welcome back. Appreciate you being here. It's the BS. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Kyle on the other side of the glass. By the way, Kyle, thanks for the Starbucks. Yes, Kyle. Thank yes, you so Kyle. much. It's very sweet of you. Mm-hmm. Now that it's vote. peppermint mocha season, I got to get my I got my sugar cookie almond oat milk gimmick. What? Delicious. Okay. Yeah. 916 909 0985. You can use that to get on the text machine as well. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony took place on Friday night. Cheryl Crow, Willie Nelson, Rage Against the Machine, Missy Elliott, Kate Bush, uh, Andrew uh, Ridgely from Wham inducted George Michael. So you had a star studded cast. Uh, and more uh, people that went into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So you had Laura Dern induct uh, Cheryl Crow, calling her a badass goddess. Uh, I like Cheryl Crow. Yes. I, I, I do too. You, know, you think like Cheryl Crow inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and you're like, God, yeah, she's been around for like 30 years. Yeah. You know, and she still looks like she did uh, when she started. Is mm-hmm. she still making music now? Uh, I don't know. She's singing the hits. Okay. Right. I, I can tell you that right now. Uh, I know her guitarist. Um, Willie Nelson performed with Cheryl Crow, Dave Matthews, Chris Stapleton after he was inducted. That's pretty cool. Willie should have probably been in there a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Forever ago. George Michael uh, inducted uh, Kate Bush. Not there. She They didn't give a reason why. She's kind of like one of those, thanks for the honor, but... I'm not interested. <laughs> you know, she strikes me. But, you know, like, you got to ask yourself, would she really have been duck- inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame if running up that hill, uh, st- deal with God, stranger things didn't 
make no. it, you know, bring it back to life. No. It's a great song. Don't get me wrong. But she'd been overlooked all this time. They probably wouldn't have put right. her in there. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's sexy. You know, this is show business, right? So it's got to be sexy. It's got to be, it's got to be diverse now. Mm-hmm. It's got to be what's popping. And if it's popping, then more eyes and ears on the product whenever it airs on, on television. See, we got some audio for you. Uh, if it makes you happy, play that R2. I like that Olivia Rodrigo girl. Yeah. She's cool. She's a TikTok girl, right? Uh, sh- Yes. I think so. I know that she was like just now turned 18. So like she was singing like heartbreak songs at 16 and like had all these 40 year old women singing along and. Carrie Underwood and Adam Levine of Maroon 5 uh, honored uh, George Michael, R3. That look in your eyes. Telling me no. I played the hell out of that cassette. Oh, God, yes. Every morning, getting a shower to go to school. Faith. Oh, I love Careless Whisper. Oh, I love this song. <laughs> I know, it's such a good song. Willie Nelson, Sheryl Crow, Dave Matthews, Chris Stapleton perform on the road again, R4. If you really... Want to go through a painful process? Sit through the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame unedited. Oh God, yeah, it is so long yeah. and so boring. I mean, it's just too much. Like some of these artists, they just don't want to get off the stage, mm-hmm. and they just talk and talk and talk and talk. What did it air on? I think it was Disney Plus. Disney Plus, yes. Oh, okay. Unedited. Oh, they did it unedited. Yes, it was the whole feed on Disney Plus, as if you were watching it as a live stream. And now it's not available on Disney Plus. And they'll re it. they'll re air it on January one. It'll be a two hour special on ABC. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you wonder if you know. So Tom Morello was the only member of Rage Against the Machine that gets up there and uh, and takes the 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 honor mm-hmm. to induct them into the Hall of Fame. And you know, Rage Against the Machine. You know, their gimmick all was you know obviously it's in the name to to rebel to yes to, you know. And it was, it's, everything's kind of flip-flopped, you know, from when they started, what they were rebelling against to Mm -hmm. kind of what's now and what you're rebelling against. And I just think it's odd when you get an aging artist that's still living that gimmick when, you know, the machine is paying his bills, you know, not to say that, you know, I'm, I'm all for, you know, everything people say and all that stuff. I'm, you know, I'm a Gen Xer. I'm a rebellious guy as well, but you know, there, there comes a point in time where it's just it's a little silly at some points. And then is what you're quote unquote rebelling against make any sense? Yeah. Like, I don't know the guy, I don't know their backstory, but I know some of his quotes were ridiculous. So Nikki not very happy with uh the the speech that Morello did. Give me that audio. If you're not a boss, join a union. If you're a student, start an underground paper. If you're an anarchist, throw a brick. If you're a soldier or a cop, follow your conscience, not your orders. I would have liked so if you're, you know, if it's if if you're a cop, don't. It's pretty much saying if you're if you have any job that you have to take orders 
don't take orders. And mm-hmm. that's so reckless to say, and especially for somebody who, if you're not a cop, if you have not been in the military, to open your mouth and tell people that are in life or death situations to not follow orders is the most reckless thing that could come out of somebody's mouth. So it's like I almost want to understand what he's, you know, he's still living the gimmick. It's rebel, mm-hmm. don't listen to what anybody tells you just because you're, so it's it's kind of, uh, it's 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 kind of counterproductive. Because, like, okay, so you're telling me not to listen to anybody, so why should I listen to you? Exactly. Right? Like, mm-hmm. that's that's where you have to say, I really wish he would have put into his speech, you know, educate yourself before you make a decision. Yes. Don't just let somebody tell you what to do without you educating yourself on why you're being asked to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, if to say just out loud, well, I have no problem taking orders, makes you look bad, Right. You should think about it. But if you're in the art, you take an oath. It's called honor. Mm-hmm. Honor wasn't brought into this. You know, you take orders from somebody that is supposedly put into a situation, supposedly put into a situation that knows better to give you those orders. To save your life. To save your life. You know, and then when he mentions the students, I mean, like, when we see what we've got going on right now, I mean, like, we real- we've got schools that are protesting against the only democratic country in the Middle East. That's crazy, mm-hmm. you know, because of what's going on with Israel and, and Palestine stuff. And it's a very convoluted argument and political debate because you, you go throw in Hamas, which is a terrorist organization, not part of you know, not Palestine. Mm-hmm. So people are getting it twisted. Mm-hmm. People don't understand why they're protesting. I would have liked to have liked to Tom Morella still live the gimmick of, look, we rebel. We rage against the machine. We're the guys. We're doing this. We're doing that. But edu- say educate yourself because he mentioned a student. So you're trying to tell me that kids that are going to college, that you're saying don't listen to the professor? Exactly. What he's saying is the world should just be chaos. And when whenever I hear somebody get up and say that, I think, well, then why do you live here? Because there are plenty of countries that are chaotic, and if you like living in that type of world, go live over there. Does that include drive throughs Like, so if I go to, let's say, In-N-Out Burger and, and I order a, a whatever, you know, I want a cheeseburger and some fries, mm-hmm. and the person that takes my order around says no you're not getting a cheeseburger <laughs> because F-U, i won't do what you tell me yeah if you i won't do what you tell me because uh-huh. tom morello said don't take orders you're getting chicken fingers mm-hmm. that's it my conscience <laughs> says that's what you should be eating <laughs> does that go for everybody tom it was right. j- i agree with what you said i think it was reckless i thought it was a little silly and you know when you th- like if he just would have stopped with follow your conscience and not your orders like, that would have been good. But when he starts saying, you know, military specific and, and specifics people. and cops yeah. and this and this and that, you know, and, and students, then I'm like, dude, I think you're I, I don't think you're sending the right message. Not at all. You know, and it was uh, it, it was posted up on, you know, the, uh, the station, social media. And there's a lot of people that are upset with it. So let, let me say this to you. Take the source. I mean, any other day of the week, do you care what Tom Morell of Rage Against the Machine is going to mm. say? Right. No. no, I didn't know who was. You know, so, well. Most rockers know Thomas. Yeah. You know, he's a big deal. Rage is a big deal. I, I love I love the band. I, I I love Rage Against the Machines music. You know, I get it. It was cool. We're raging. We're we're fighting the man. We're fighting the power. We're fighting the system. But there is a gray area. So don't take it personally. It's just, you know, he had a platform. He said it. You disagree. You agree. You move move on with your life. It'll be forgotten in like twenty four hours. I I was uh I was educated though this weekend because of it because when I saw it I didn't have the same frame of reference. 
So I, I said to Nikki D, I was like, well, could you just explain it to me? She's on fire about yeah. this. Well, She's and very I'm, upset. And I, that's, I just wanted to understand, and you put it so well in the points that you just made, so I'm not going to rehash all that. But, like, I, from the outside, I wasn't a member of the military. I'm obviously not a member of law enforcement. And I just kind of knew, like Bailey says, their gimmick. Mm-hmm. That was always their thing. You know, uh, uh, for those who those who wear workforces are the same who burn crosses. You know, they've always drawn that line with military and police saying that they're racist, essentially, you know. And so that's kind of the filter that I put through it. But I never thought of it like you had put it in, in the the people's lives are on the line. Absolutely. So I appreciate you taking the time out and not roughing me up because you, no, fi- you, you were, you were fired was. up. I was pretty upset. Yeah. And, and you're rightfully so. I think if you served in the military and you listen to that, you know, you're like, well, dude, who are you to get up in front of a, you know, a, a captive audience mm-hmm. and, and say this? You, you got to have a little bit of background. Uh, I do think what he said was reckless. I agree with you. Yes. I don't think so. anybody's going to pay too much attention to it. It'll right. it'll be gone in, in a minute. I've seen a lot of rage with the machine comments about what he was saying. Well, they, I mean, they're they're raging with the machine. Yeah. I mean, like they've, they've done well for themselves uh-huh. without said quote unquote machine. You know, Tom's not taking first class private flight uh-huh. to to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Tom's not doing his radio show with his mother. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not collecting residuals on their music that has probably been bought out by whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, th- those things, you know, it's like, where do you draw the line of saying, okay, I want to be cool and be rebellious. I want people, like, I I wish he would have, you know, for those that are, you know, want because the tree of liberty should be shaken from time to time. Sure. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. That's what checks and balances are all for. But you have to educate yourself and ask yourself, like, why am I doing this? Am I doing this because it's the cool thing to do, or am I doing this because I really passionately mean believe this, in it? Believe this, and I don't think that's so. like you see a lot of these, uh, you know, people on, on the internet, on YouTube, these comics and stuff. They'll go and they'll ask questions of people that are protesting. Have zero idea what they're doing. Right. Nope. Absolutely no <laughs> idea. Out there. Like, have a reason. Have a passion. Mm-hmm. Stand behind your passion. Be willing to fall with your passion. If that's your passion. And right. that's another one of my problems is people now are such followers and sheeps and not leaders that they just go with what they see and they're like, yeah, I, I stand for this. And they have no idea what it even means on what they're quote unquote standing for. And the funny thing is your comment is what he was talking about, but you're saying it in a different way right. mm-hmm. in a, for, for, for a different audience. Mm-hmm. Like you say, you're saying the same thing. You're just saying it in a different way for different people. Right. And it's kind of like that's where we all are at right now. Yep. We're saying the same things. We all want the same thing. But for some reason, it's like a big threes company episode. <laughs> it really is. It's like, did you hear what Janet said? I was in the kitchen and she was on the phone in the living room. No, what did she say? She said not to take the orders from the new order of flowers. Oh. <laughs> order of flowers. And then you find out at the end of the episode, the last guy's last name was flowers. Right? You know, it's, it's, it's one of those weird things. All right. Well, you can take my order or not here, listen or not, uh, but uh, the the big fat bribe continues this week. So let's just say Incubus, Wish You Were Here, which is the song you're listening for, does does play. I'm telling you to be caller 18. <laughs> now, I wasn't on Tom's list of people not to listen to, so maybe I get a pass. I'm telling you to be caller 18 when that song plays, and it could happen here shortly, 916-909-0985, but... 
If you're waking up this morning and you're feeling cool and you want to rage against the machine. Follow your conscience. And you're saying, no, Bailey, I don't want that $500. You'll never know I did not not call. Mm -hmm. Double negative. Because (laughs) I was raging against the radio machine. And against your wallet. Right? So, I mean, it's up to you. It's your choice. But Incubus, wish you were here. Got a feeling uh, you'll be playing here shortly. Give us a minute. Hang on. Show me the money. All right. It's 98 Rocks. Big Fat Bribe. It's a big fat bribe. 98 Rocks, the BS. What is your name? My name is Tim. Tim? Tim with a T. Like Timothy. Like Timothy, yes, sir. What's up, dude? What are you doing? Oh, nothing. I was calling out to see if I was caller 18. I think I got the wrong song. Well, let's slow down for a second, Tim. (laughs) I mean, like, you listen to the radio program, yes? Yes, I do. Okay, well, our job is you can kind of consider us friends, yes? You know it, Bailey. Okay, well, cool. Well, let's have a friend conversation before we jump into this caller 18 stuff, all right? (laughs) All right. How was your weekend? Was it good? <laughs> it was It was good. Uh, you know, my Niners didn't play, so I didn't have any heartbreak this weekend. There you go. A little guy talk, a little football talk. Would you hang out with the family or something like that? Do some good stuff with them? Oh, yeah. We went to my boys' soccer game. There you go. That's, the, that's, that's all you need is go see your kid play soccer. You need nothing else in life other than that. That's perfect. That so is, your life is perfect, right, Tim? It, it is. Okay. So you don't need $500 is what I'm saying. No, I don't need it, but it'd be nice. Okay. Whoa. Well, in that case, he not only has a great family, he's a great dad, but he's honest. So with that being said, yes, Tim, congratulations. Yeah, I got $500. What? No way. Yeah, no. way. Yes, sir. Thank yeah. you. You are welcome. All right. What are we doing with the, the oof, almost said the C word. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. What, what are we doing with the duckies? <laughs> what are we doing with the duckies? Uh, the duckies, I don't know. I might, you know, buy the family a nice gift for Christmas. There you go. Well, at least get them one. That right. always always goes over well on the 25th of December. Uh, all right. Well, Tim, we appreciate you listening. Uh, thanks for being our friend. And congratulations. Hey, you, know it, you got $500. I'm going to put you on hold, and Kyle's going to get all your information so you can get that money, all right? Awesome. Sounds yeah. good. Thank you, guys. Yeah. You guys rock. Thank you. We, uh, we try to rock, sir. That's what we do. Nikki gets up every morning, says to herself, looks herself in the mirror and says, damn it, you rock. No, I get up and I say, I'm going to rock today. I'm going to rock. That's I'm gonna, what I say. I'm going to rock Tim's world. Yeah. That's what I say every My morning. Uh, Incubus, Wish You Were Here was a song that just played. That is your big fat bribe song of the day. Uh, once again, keep listening to 98 Rock. It's going to happen. Uh, be caller 18 at 916 and you get yourself $500. So it will continue and it will continue this week. So more opportunities. If it doesn't, for whatever reason, happen for you today, it should happen for you this week. I've got faith in you. You know who, you know, I, I very rarely ever want to be someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm pretty happy with who I am. I don't think that's arrogant or conceited. I'm just very happy. I'm I'm good. Right. right? Let's just say I'm good. Mm-hmm. Not blown away, but I'm good. <laughs> Not blown away. <laughs> But if I could change spots, I just thought about this during the break. If I could change spots with one person, especially go back and redo it, uh-huh. you know who I'd want to be? Who? Tom Morello's kids. Because oh. I'm like, Dad, I heard you give the speech at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and you said don't listen to anybody. Oh, God. So that means. <laughs> Where's he going? That means. To you. That means I can do whatever. Like, you have to be careful, Tommy, 
Like you've got like I've I've noticed that even with my career over the years, I've done things in the past. I just got in trouble for something, telling somebody about something that I did mm-hmm. in the past. It lives on the internet. You know, am I proud of it? Yeah. At the time, it was a thing, right? Would I do it now? Hell no. Mm. Right? So you got to grow. As you get older, you learn. You evolve. Society changes. Comedy changes. Entertainment changes. Music changes. uh, Ideals change. You know, all those types of things change. So you've got to be careful when you go up there and you say things like what he said, Mm -hmm. where, you know, I I guess I can paraphrase. Uh, You have the audio again? Can you play the audio? audio Yeah, go ahead. If you've got a boss, join a union. If you're a student, start an underground paper. If you're an anarchist, throw a brick. If you're a soldier or a cop, follow your conscience, not your orders. What do you say if you're an anarchist, throw a brick? Throw a brick, yeah. It's like really took a turn. <laughs> That's pretty It's like start aggressive. a union or start an underground paper or throw a brick. Mm-hmm. So if I'm Tom's kid, I'm like, dude, dad, I'm putting it on my phone. Yeah. Like, I, you just told me to go to bed. No. Mm-hmm. I'm You're the machine and I'm raging against it currently. I'm following my conscience. I'm, I'm staying up. Following my conscience. My conscience <laughs> tells me to stay up. Stay awake. You know, and that's the thing, like what I was saying before, is these aging, rebellious rock stars, like you have to, you have to live the gimmick your entire life. And even for us that have aged with them, if you're not living the, like as soon as you collect a paycheck from a company, you're out, mm-hmm. right? As soon as you register for anything, you're out. Mm-hmm. You're not doing all these cool, rebellious things anymore. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because you're an effing adult, yeah. and life changes. It's just the system. Now, I want to rage against the system. The system's not horrible, right? you got money in your pocket, whatever system that may be. It's like when you talk about it out loud, it sounds like, oh, you're just following the rules, man. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe, Possibly rules keep us safe. You know, <laughs> rules it, keep things in order. I'm actually a fan of rules, to be yes. honest with you. Uh, I think uh, you know some of them suck. Some of them, you know, I'll have a conversation. Mm. We'll have a conversation at, at nine. You know, moving here from uh, from Georgia to California to get my CCW, my carried concealed uh, weapons permit. It's a different world here. Absolutely different world. I, I, am I upset about it? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because I'm not one of those firearms guys that. You know, like I see a lot of people um, in my fan base, especially back over there, they're like, hell no, I wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. They don't have to. Mm-hmm. Right? They don't have to. Different laws, different rules. I'm a fan of following the laws. Mm-hmm. And, and and I'm also a fan of, it, look, I'll give anything a try once, and if that's the case, and it might help the situation, the, the people that go and get your CCW, we're not the bad guys. Mm-hmm. The bad guys are the ones that don't go and get it. And they just carry it and, and they, right. and they mm-hmm. use it for heinous acts, right? Those are the bad guys. I'm not the bad guy just because uh, I, I, I like firearms. Right. Uh, you know, I'm not the bad guy. But there is, I, I have no problem, my point is, is following those rules because that's the law here in the state of California. Yep. There's a lot of hoops to jump through. But you know what? If you think that's going to help curtail whatever... You know what? I can spend eight hours in a classroom with a bunch of good people with a great instructor. Mm-hmm. I can go to the range and learn something that I didn't know before because I did. Mm-hmm. You know, I can do those things. You went on your own, or are you talking about the FBI range you went to? No, this is. I actually went shooting twice in one week. Oh. No, I'll, I'll talk about the nine, okay. but is 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 a different range. So, but yeah, that's who I'd want to be. Tom Morello's kids. What if you're uh, like one of the guys that works security outside of a rage like stage? You think they want them to follow orders? Uh, well, no. they, you said follow your conscience. Let fo- me through. Follow, like this is something that can totally bite you in the ass. Right. <laughs> Let you know? me through. And for anybody else that's out there screaming this from the mountaintop, I can't wait to catch you 
in a situation where you take orders. Exactly. Because I am going to be the first person to take a picture and post it on social media and go, wow, I guess you're not as ragey and rebellious as you say you are. You're going to drive through all the red lights. You're going to stop on stop at no stop signs. You're going to drink and drive. What are you going to do? Right, yeah. You know, you're Follow so, no rules. So ragey. It's a, again, you can do it when you have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. When we're younger, we're rebellious. We're, we're reckless because we don't know any better. We're naive. But very few people grow old and are still doing that. It, that's it, yeah. when you do, you're a waste case. Mm-hmm. You know, you haven't learned your lesson. Right. You know, you would think that over the years, and that's the problem when you get to, you know, maybe outside of Johnny Rotten, uh, you know, well, even he, like, isn't Johnny Rotten anymore. What is he? No, he he started. Uh, he got into government. Oh, did he? I didn't, yes. know. Oh, I didn't know that. And most recently, he was on Eurovision. What about Sid Vicious, then? <laughs> now, Sid Vicious, yes. Sex Pistols. Yes. Yeah. Sid, no, okay, maybe Sid Vicious would be a better. Yeah. You Sid know. Vicious lived the gimmick all the way till he died. But you take guys like Metallica, right? Uh-huh. Metallica, heavy metals, rockers. James Hetfield, he did a documentary. He did a ballet class with his kid. <laughs> right? But, you know, to me, that's cool. That's like this business. There's still people in this business that actually have a lot of power and they're like, you're on a rock station. You need to talk about boobs and beer uh-huh. and, 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 and raging and, and partying. I'm 48 mm-hmm. with a family. Right. Like, that's the, la- I'm in bed by that's eight. That's not what you're doing with your life. <laughs> you know, our demographic is me. I promise you, very few people in our audience are thinking about boobs. At- I mean, we think about boobs. Yeah. But the one pair that you have at home. But we're, we're not out there going, man, look at the set on that chick. You know? Right. You know, those days are kind of done. You know, maybe to your boys you can, but it's a, just a different vibe. Yeah. You got to grow. You got to grow. You got to evolve. But what if you're in your 40s still talking to your homeboys about boobs, I'm still going to side-eye you. But uh, I got to pray. Dear baby Jesus. Oh, God. Okay, if you could tell us to your new pastor when he goes sing. <laughs> he is not my pastor. Maybe you can write a song about it. <laughs> Dear baby Jesus, if something horrible happens to me, and I hope it doesn't, I really don't. I want to stick around. And I do get to be reincarnated. I know that's not your thing, but I know, like, the other God thing does it. So if you can talk to him. I, I'm assuming that you guys are all friends. I'd like to come back as Tom Morello's kid. Or a new baby. Maybe they have another one. That'd be me. You can call me whatever you want. But I want to grow up in a life where I can just do whatever I want to do. Also, side note, if you could bless my friend Nikki D., as she takes on a new path to being in the choir of her new church. I'm not going to be in the choir. Give her the vocals and make her the songbird of a generation. <laughs> Bless her vocal cords with moistness. <laughs> so she always has the ability to hit a high note. Amen. Now that part of the prayer sound is so genuine. <laughs> So if I wake up tomorrow and I sound like Whitney, I'm gonna give you the credit. I think he was thinking more like a mixture of Fergie and Jesus. But no. Yeah. Yeah. No. He said good things. Hit the high notes. That's Whitney, not <laughs> Fergie. Mm-hmm. Get it right. I heard that prayer. Whitney D. Mm-hmm. That'll be me. I I, I really think tomorrow you might wake up and like just singing crazy. I might. That was a legit prayer. And I'm gonna right be like, look at God and Bailey's prayers I getting feel through him. there. I feel them in me. I feel them uh-huh. talking to me. I feel the Whoa. vibe. Yeah. Oh, God. Look at that. The anointing on you. Got, got goosebumps? What'd I do? Get anointed? Yeah. I'm not anointed at all. Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> I said annoyed, Sid, oh, not annoyed. Uh, sorry. Gosh. You got a second round of headlines for us? I do. I'm Sing gonna, it. I'm going to tell you how a man used a forklift to stop a crime. Amen. And I'm going to give you the latest oh, with sag negotiations. She's going to wake up tomorrow with the voice. All right. Nikki, we've got another church we're going to send you to. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like our family church. <laughs> It'll get you ready for the big time. Okay, whatever. All right, second round of headlines. Get you out of here in a minute. Stand by for news. News, 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 time for today's top two. Headlines, read all We're just talking about this the other day. Grand Mall seizure. Uh-huh. Grand Mall. Yes. Like Darth Mall. I yes. Was gonna say, we didn't talk about no grandma seizure. See, that's where we got confused because uh-huh. we thought he said grandma seizure. We we did talk about it last week. Yes. And now I see in my Twitter feed a guy that I know had a grant. Dude, this show is curseable. Yes. Like we think it, we talk about it, and it happens. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's a curse. We just predict things. No well. one is safe. Yeah, but we don't say it's going to happen. We just discuss it. Yeah. And, then it, and it happens. So a dude in my feed that I know I used to work with just had a grand mall seat. I've never even heard that term before until we talked about it last. I don't even know what the story was. And we talked about it. Now I've heard We the, talked about Brooke Shields. She had one. Mm-hmm. That's right. Brooke mm-hmm. Shields. And then Bradley Cooper was there. Yep. Rightfully so. Was Bradley Cooper there when your friend woke up? Yeah. The, this is the pain. Uh, it was the fall. It was painfully fell. And thank God, he actually tagged, believe it or not, he tagged Brooke Shields on this. <laughs> Funny you say that. And there's a picture of uh, Bradley Cooper between him and Brooke Shields, oh, holding goodness. both of their hands. Wow. wow. Yeah. I don't know what the third person's going to do. Maybe Bradley Cooper's causing these grand mall seizures. Maybe maybe his new movie's called Grand Mall, <laughs> and it's just a publicity stunt. I have no idea. All right, third, uh, third, second, second, second round mm-hmm. of headlines. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air, goodguysheatingcooling.com. Check out all their November promotions. Goodguysheatingcooling.com. Nikki D. A bad guy was uplifted during a crime, and it wasn't by Jesus, H3. Some Ohio body shop workers stop thieves from stealing a car by using uh, a very unorthodox crime-fighting tool. Look- this took place in Akron, Ohio. This guy broke into a junkyard, and this was his third time breaking in, and he's getting ready to steal a car. Well, one of the guys who worked there was on a forklift at the time, and he drove the forklift up to the car and just raised it up about 20 feet off the ground and held the guy there until cops, cops came and arrested him. Yeah, good for him. It is. The Got video involved. was so cool because it was on the body cam footage. So, and uh, again, we'll discuss this uh, about 9, 9 a.m., so my wife and I, Went and took our CCW class, uh, concealed uh, carry uh, weapons permit for California. You know, in other states, like the state that we came from, you know, I don't even know if you have to have one anymore. I do have one. But what California does is it makes you take until next year an eight-hour class, which mm-hmm. I think is great. Really, really good because you get educated and learn. You learn when is the right time for self-defense. Now, you take these classes so you don't have to use your weapon. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the idea. It's kind of like karate, right? You learn how to fight so you don't have to fight. hmm uh, nobody wants to use. Nobody wants to pull their weapon if you do something is wrong with you. Right. So we learned the laws because if in fact you do have to be in a situation like that, God forbid, you need to know when you can and cannot. You automatically are being taken downtown without a doubt. So you don't oh, okay. you don't say anything. You don't open your mouth. You just say, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna talk to my attorney." Mm-hmm. E- even if you're in the right, you just mm-hmm. say that because you don't want to say anything. Right. Uh, anyway, the. 
we always go back and forth talking about, you know, don't get involved. It's not worth it. It's, uh, it's not your place. There's no, Mind your business. If you feel that your life or someone else's life is in danger mm-hmm. due to a robbery, you have the right to defend yourself. That's still a fine line. I don't know if I will be willing to right. You'd have to prove it. Exactly. But mm. you do, don't think that, oh, just go ahead and take this from me. You can't go outside your house if somebody's stealing your car and use your firearm. Can't do that. You know, that's bad. What? What? So if somebody's stealing yeah. my car, I can't go shoot them. In California, that's not your property. Wow. Only, oh. only within your walls. Your garage isn't even considered. Mm-hmm. It's, so they can steal your car out of the garage and you can't shoot them. You can say, no. They can be standing in your garage. Yeah, you can say, no, stop, don't do this. But you can't do it. Now, if they steal your car inside your house, which would be weird because your car's inside <laughs> your house, that is a different situation if you feel that your life is threatened. Oh, Make my that very clear goodness. if you feel that you're... I want to get my instructor on the show. He's very, very good. Very, very smart. Anyway, second story. Go ahead. Could the actor strike finally be coming to an end? H4. The focus today is trying to bring this deal home, and the fact is there are important issues that are still between us. We're waiting on some responses from the studios and streamers, but uh, I am hopeful. Uh, SAG-AFTRA is mulling over what Hollywood studios and streamers have reportedly categorized as their last best final offer. This is according to multiple media outlets. Now, the deal they proposed on Saturday includes pay increases, residential bonuses for high-performing streaming shows and protections regarding artificial intelligence, which these are all the things that they're, they've been fighting for from the beginning. So why the actors would not accept this deal and the strike end, I'm not sure, but it has officially not ended as of yet. Well, I'm sure that there's something. It's give and take. Every negotiation is. So I'm mm-hmm. sure that there's something that is not going to set well with them. But you know what no one likes? What? An ultimatum. Yes. <laughs> but in any negotiation, there comes a point in time where you have to lay your cards on the table. You cannot continue to negotiate, negotiate, negotiate. Parties have to move on. Right. So you have to, at some point in time, one of the parties to say, this is it. And this has been Final going on since July. Yeah. So. Final offer. This is it. We got to move on with or mm-hmm. without you. I right. agree. Yeah. All right. Uh, generally speaking, let's do a round of that. Need some players here. 916-909-0985. So we've got a really, really huge ticket to give to you uh, each and every weekday this week. Green Day at Oracle Park with the Smashing Pumpkins, with Rancid, and the Linda Lindas. That is a hell of a lineup. Yeah. September 20th of next year, Oracle Park, courtesy of Live Nation, uh, Ticketmaster.com if you don't win. So if you want to go, I've got a pair right now. I need two players. Nelson goes out, speaks to an individual. We call him our generalist. This is a generation-based game. We'll tell you what generation they're from. Then there's generation-esque type questions. All you got to do is yay or nay their answer. Nikki D is going to help you out along the way. Very easy game. Yes. 916-909-0985. Start lining up. Generally speaking, you're next. Hey, hey Boomer. Think you know your millennial stuff? Uh, pokey what? What about you, Gen Xer? Ready to drop some knowledge? Eh, bite me. It's time to play Generally Speaking on the BS. Welcome back. Good morning. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. There's Kyle on the other side of the glass. We got Green Day tickets at Oracle Park with the Smashing Pumpkins. Rancid and the Linda Linda, September 20th, all courtesy of Live Nation. Cool ticket, man. Cool ticket. Randall and Woodland, how are you? 
I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing? Good. Great. Uh, what about you, Sarah and Folsom? How are you? I'm doing good. Good, 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 good. All right. Want these Green Day tickets, yeah? Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah, man. All right. The game is called Generally Speaking. Nelson goes out. He talks to somebody, whomever. And uh, we'll find out which generation they're from, like X, Millennial, Z, Boomer, whatnot. And then he asks some basic trivia questions. Uh, you, with the help from Nikki D, all you have to do is yay or nay their answer. You don't have to tell me the answer to the question. Just yes, they're going to get it, or no, they're not. Yay or nay. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, that point goes to the competition. Whoever has the most points, boom, you win. Randall, Sarah, you understand? Yes. Awesome. All right, let's meet our generalist. What's your name? Jen. And Jen, how old are you? 45. 45, that makes you a member of Gen X. What do you do for a living, Jen? Uh, Preschool teacher. Tell me something interesting about yourself. I can sign the alphabet. Is that all you can sign? (laughs) Uh, Preschool, yes. He sounds like a Gen Xer. Yes. <laughs> That's my people right there. At preschool, Nelson. Duh. Stop playing with a real. I think she wanted to give me the finger on that one. <laughs> All right. Randall, since I picked you up first, you will go first. Here is the first question that was asked to our generalist Jen, the Gen Xer. A1. This neighborhood game involved an empty can. All right, Nikki D, first and foremost, this popular neighborhood game involved, involved an empty can. Um, an empty can. The telephone game? Nope. Good guess, though. It did, actually. Uh, yeah, that's not what we're looking for. Nope. Uh, that would have been a pair of empty cans. Okay. Um, ooh. Kickball? Yeah, there you go. Kick the can. Really? You never heard of kick the can? No. Yeah. Never yeah, the, in the, my life. That's what they used to do back in the day. To, it's a boomer thing. Yeah, the boomers didn't have a lot of toys. They okay. literally would take an empty can outside and kick it. Uh-huh. <laughs> gotcha. That's how much life was so much simpler back then. <laughs> the days. good old days. The good old days. No solar, no batteries, no nothing. Right. Right. It was. I don't even think you could win. You just kicked no. the can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Randall, kick the can. Will our generalist Jen no kick the can? Yay or nay? I'm going to go with nay. I'm going to go with nay also. Even though she's a teacher and she sounds like she may be really smart, Mm, I think this might go over her head. Have you ever heard of kick the can, Randall? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I was th- I was thinking Yahtzee when I heard can. No, 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 Yahtzee. no. I don't know why. Maybe that's a cup. Because you put the die in the cup and mm-hmm. you say, yeah, okay. So nay on kick the can, correct? <laughs> nay, yes. All right, let's find out. A2. Uh, kick the can? Kick yes. the can is absolutely correct. Oh, my goodness. Just to let you know, most people know that. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Yeah. All right, Sarah, you already have a point. You haven't done anything. That's awesome. Woohoo! Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next question is yours. Here we go. B one. Snap together toy planes with a metal clip on the nose were made mostly of what material? It's a great question. This is a boomer question. Another one. Snap together, Nikki D. Toy planes with a metal clip on the nose were made of what material? Um, safety pins. Uh, it would be like if a if a Canadian's testicles got erect. A Canadian? Uh, <laughs> what? Oh my goodness! Uh, steel? Looking for balls of wood. Balls of wood? Yeah, no. Ball. Well, you really hit that balls hard. Yeah, right. It's, <laughs> no, it's really just balsa. That's balsa wood. 
<laughs> no. Balls A? What? Hey, I was like, A? Balls A would. <laughs> balsa wood is what we're looking for, Sarah. Yay or nay? Will our generalist Jen know balsa wood? I'm going to go with nay. I'm going to go with nay, too. If she knows this, I'm I'm retiring from this game. There's no <laughs> way she knows <laughs> Not balsa wood. <laughs> All right. So nay on balsa wood, Sarah, correct? Correct. Now let's find out B2. What material snap together? Paper. That would be balsa wood. Oh, oh my God. And that, that I would think most people would know, at least Gen Xers would, because you felt cool knowing what kind of wood it was. Well, right. I wonder if maybe it was a guy thing. Like, I don't, looking back, I don't remember a lot of women playing with balsa wood. Or, or even the airplanes. Uh huh. You know, that was right. you know, when we actually had. Toys no. for boys and toys for girls. Yes. Right. You know, it was like dudes played with balsa wood airplanes. Uh-huh. No. Building things. All right, Sarah, you're already up. 2-0. Uh, Randall, let's get on the board here. Oh. Brother, C1. <laughs> these robots were more than meets the eye. All right, a Gen X question, Nikki D. These robots were more than meets the eye. Transformers. Transformers. <gasps> more <gasps> than meets the eye. Robots in, in disguise. disguise. not get another Autobots. one. Autobots. All right. Transformers is what we're looking for, Randall. Yay or nay for our Gen Xer, Jen? It's got to be a yay. I'm going to say yay as well. She's going to know Transformers. She's a smart lady. Mm-hmm. All right. Yay on Transformers. C2. Uh, Transformers. That's absolutely correct. Way ahead of their time. All right, Randall, you got one, Sarah, two. The board is Sarah's. Here we go. Next question, generally speaking, D1. George Lucas made Star Wars because he was turned down as the director of this flashy space opera. Did not know this. Good question. George Lucas, Nikki D, made Star Wars. Don't, I, I'm unfinished. Don't get <laughs> no. all disgruntled over there. Because he was turned down as the director of this flashy space opera. Space the answer opera? is in the question. <laughs> the answer is in the question? Mm-hmm. Space Odyssey. No, we're not asking you, Randall. <laughs> space Odyssey, that's right? No. <laughs> that's not a space opera. A space opera? Star Trek. No. Flash Gordon. Flash! Save you, everyone. Dun, 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 dun. And what football team was he quarterback of? The, the, the Titans. Jets, Jets, Oh, Jets. that right. New York Jets. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Flash Gordon. Uh, all right. So that's Shoot. what we're looking for. Flash. Sarah, Nikki D, will our generalist Jen know Flash Gordon? Unless she's into, like, the Star Trekky type movies, I don't think she's going to know this, Sarah. I'm going to say nay. I don't, I don't know if she's going to know it either, but so I'll say nay as well. It is a Gen X question. I know, yeah. and she's a Gen Xer, but I don't know. Flash Gordon, that's tough. I'm saying nay. You can go with, with what you think, Sarah. What do you want, Sarah? She may very well know it, but I'm going to go with nay. All right. Nay on Flash Gordon. Here we go, D2. Um, Space Opera. Space Odyssey 2000. Flash Gordon is the answer we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Look at That's that. not a space yeah. opera. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's a play on the term soap opera, so people thinking that there aren't enough singing in Flash Gordon, that is what a space opera is. I think this woman's married to Randall, because that's what Randall so. said. Randall said Space Odyssey. Is that your wife, Randall? Did Nelson <laughs> spend time with your wife over the weekend? <laughs> I, hope, I hope she's still in bed. Yeah, well, you would hope that she would have given him the answers. All right, uh, three to one, Randall. Here's the deal. You've got to run the room. You've got to get the last three here. 
So you got to get these right and hope that Sarah gets one wrong. Now let's start here. If not, Sarah's automatically going to win the game and the tickets. E1. In what movie does the main character ask, what is this, a school for ants? It's a millennial question, Nikki D. In what movie does the main character ask, what is this, a school for ants? Did I do that good? That was, that was close. Yes. Yeah. What is this, a school for ants? That looks like something Austin Powers would say. Nope. Nope. Try again. Zoolander. Randall, you... you <laughs> did Kyle and I not explain the game to you? You just say yay or nay. You don't answer the question. That's our job. That's her job. Because it's funny when she doesn't get them. It's not funny when you know the answer. Zoolander. Zoolander. Thank you, Randall. I didn't know that either. Put, put Randall on the ban list. No. 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 All right, Zoolander is what we're looking for. Randall, yay or nay on Zoolander? Yes, yay. I'm going to say nay. I don't think she knows Zoolander, but if you're going to say yay, go with your gut because you you need a point here. My gut has been wrong all morning, but yay. Yay on Zoolander. Let's find out, E2. Uh, Zoolander? That's absolutely correct. That's right. There you go. See, your gut was right. Mine was wrong. All right, Sarah, you get this right. You win. If not, Randall is back in the game and controls the board. This is a big one. All right. Here we go, Sarah. F1. If someone is said to have Riz, what does that mean? This is a Gen Z question for a Gen X or a generalist Gen. If someone is said to have Riz, Nikki D, what does that mean? Oh, my gosh, Nelson. Oh, Riz. I've never heard this for in my life. They it's have... a pretty big term for Gen Z. I'm sure it is. Uh, wow. They have um, little patience. No. They have. Notice Randall doesn't get in on this one. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know either, uh, like I don't. Uh, I'm trying Riz. not to get banned. <laughs> um, they have a lot of followers. No. If you spoke in charcoal, you'd know the answer. I spoke in charcoal. Smoke. No. Shoot. I spoke in charcoal. Those letters don't make that noise in that word. Yeah, but it's spelled. (laughs) I understand how it's spelled. What I'm looking for is charisma. (laughs) But charisma is spelled like charm. Like charm. Charisma. Yeah, the, the, I would never get that off that clue. The Spaniard yeah. version is charisma. Oh charisma. Yeah. Yeah, right. no. The Rizzler, that is someone who has a lot of game, a lot of charisma. All right, a lot of game. So we'll take charisma or game. Sarah for the win, yay or nay, our generalist Jen will know charisma or game. I think it's a, a nay. A nay for me as well. She is a Gen Xer. She didn't, I, she's not going to know this. There's no way. Right. There is no way. Nay. For the win. Let's find out. F2. Riz? Um, I don't know. Attitude? It's actually short. The kids call it charisma or game. The Mm. kids Mm -mm. call it game. (laughs) That's what the kids are calling it nowadays. Uh Hello, I'm Nelson from the BS, son. 98. I can't wait for us to go clashing. (laughs) (laughs) I heard since the one guy left that... Patrick guy, they're moving me over. Uh-huh. Going to the eagle. 
Uh, yeah, so there you go. Randall, you lost. It sucks. You know? No. Yeah. No. But you're a good guy. I like you. You're not banned. You. So you can, call can, back. you can call back this week. We'll have them all this week, all right? You can play again. Okay, I'll talk to you guys later. All right, we'll see you. Not he the said same I'll talk game. to you later. <laughs> He's like, just put me on hold until tomorrow. Right. right. <laughs> I'm going to just wait here. <laughs> Sarah, congratulations. You got tickets to see Green Day, Smashing Pumpkins, Rancid, the Linda Linda, September 20th at Oracle Park. All right? Yeah. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Well, you have a good day, and thank you for listening, okay? You too. Thank you. You're welcome. So sweet. So nice. Everybody's great. That was a good game. It was. You it didn't was do, hard. Yeah, well, you didn't do well. Because <sighs> he gave me very hard questions well. today. Flash was in the name. Yeah, he literally told you the answer. No. You've never seen Flash, Gordon? No. Flash! Ah! Save him, every one of us. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and they have the egg, and they throw it back and forth, uh-huh. and he hits them on the head, and they got Ming, and uh-huh. all that stuff. No. He's on the little, such bad, not CGI. Right. Riding the thing, and pew, pew, yes. pew, and the Hawk guys. It's the best, best show ever. You've never seen it. You should watch it. Uh, we, here in the state of California... Congratulations. We're among another list. Top 10, actually, for this. I'm going to tell you what the list is now, and that is for car theft. Okay. <laughs> now, the kicker for you to stick around is to find out if one of your cars is on the list. Uh-oh. Just to give you a heads up. That's all we're trying to do here. All right. Stick around. Give us a minute. Now, back to The Bailey Show on 98 Rock. Call or text the BS anytime. 916-909-0985. Have you ever not purchased something because of a list or something you see in the news? I remember one time when I was purchasing a vehicle, and I haven't had many in my life, and I forget which vehicle it was, but I do remember I purchased a different, or at least, or whatever I did, a different vehicle because someone had told me that they were easily broken into. Mm. They could easily be stolen. What, a Kia or a Hyundai? I, no, I, I don't ever I, see him... Doing I, that? I, I no. Dude, have you seen the new Kias? <laughs> They're yeah. nice though. They are badass, dude. Mm-hmm. Like that that new EV SUV that they have looks like a spaceship. I love that tell you right. It is cool. Anyway, not the point. Uh, so I tell you that because, uh, or I ask you that because maybe you're that type of person. And this was uh, like I don't even think we had the internet then, so it was like one of those things where just somebody told me. I didn't even do research. I didn't ask anybody else. I was like, you didn't look it up. Huh. Thanks, Freddie. I appreciate that. I am leaving this dealership right now, and I am I'm 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 going somewhere else because huh. of what you said. Uh, California is one of the top ten states for vehicle theft in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it kind of makes sense per capita, right? Yeah, because there's people. Yeah, a lot, a of, lot people. of people here. Yeah, that does make sense. The tracks. We're number six to be uh, exact, but see if you if you look at it that way, Colorado. D.C., District of Columbia, a lot smaller. That's one and two. I just feel like D.C. is just wall-to-wall crime. It does seem like it's like, getting crazier certain, and crazier. In my head. Certain parts. I mean, like, you go down to Georgetown and, and, and what? I mean, they're, they're nice, there are nice spots in D.C. I mean, there's, it's not all. Just like any city. What you is see Georgetown in, news, in, D- in D.C.? I had no idea. Yeah, Georgetown no, is. Yeah. No, I had no idea. Yeah, so, I don't know where I thought Georgetown was, but it wasn't in D.C. Yeah, I mean, there's there, everybody's got a spot, hmm. right? You look at the news and you're like, oh, my God. You know, like even, you know, the Bay Area. Bay Area gets beat up, right? It's like, oh, I wouldn't want to go over there. And even to me, I kind of buy into it being new. Like, I don't know if I want to go over there. I want to I, I go, but it sounds so dangerous. 
No, I've got friends that live over there. Uh-huh. And they're like, no, it's there. Chicago really gets a bad rep. Yeah. Oh, my God. Chicago is just one big gunfight. That's not the case. So mm. It's a particular part of town. I just recently went to Chicago and saw nothing crazy happen. Downtown Chicago is beautiful. One of the cleanest big cities, biggest cities you'll ever be in. Mm-hmm. It's, it's re- really beautiful. It's like on the east side. And the cops just let them kill each other because it's like, all right, well, we're not going in there. <laughs> you all just do it. Uh, so you got Washington State at three, Oregon four, New Mexico five, and then California. So, I mean, I guess the per capita argument doesn't really make all that much sense. Uh, California was not number one per capita. The report states that California led the country in total vehicle thefts with over 203,000 in 2022. That's a lot. That is. Bakersfield. Somebody school us. Bakersfield. Why is everybody stealing cars in Bakersfield? That's, uh-huh. number, that's number two as far as within the state. And then San Francisco, Oakland, and Berkeley ranked at number eight. Uh, maybe, I don't know, that's where the, the bad car guys hang out? Who knows? So here are the most commonly stolen vehicles. This is what you really want to know. Yes. Right. All right. What are they stealing? And these are most, these are specific. Like, these are by year. Oh. So the 2001 Chevrolet pickup, full size. So I guess if you don't have a full size, you're good. Or oh, maybe fun. people want those trucks and they don't make them anymore. So if you have one, they steal it. Maybe. But why would you want a 2001 Chevrolet pickup, full size? Maybe they were cool. God, I've always wanted to be friends with like a Gone in 60 Seconds dude. Uh-huh. Just to know how it works. Just to know how, like, where do you go? Yeah, what do wires? It's yeah. always wires, right? They go, and it starts, and then they twist the wires together. Well, now they there's a device. I mean, I'm sure it's been around for a minute. Uh, I know cops have it. But the bad guys get it too, and it's this little like little thing you put in your pocket, and you literally just put it on the window, and you tap it, and it shatters the glass. And uh-huh. it's it's not a it's 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 not a dart, you know, uh-huh. looking metal thing where you have to pound it on the end and do that. Mm-hmm. This thing and it and it cracks it like so eloquently mm-hmm. and so neatly where you just and you're in and it's done. Two thousand Honda Civic, two thousand. Uh, what says two thousand maybe and two thousand six, two different years. That's what I was always told. That's Honda's, just a crime of opportunity, isn't right. it? There's so many damn Honda Civics around here. There's just a lot of those cars. Right. Like if I were a car theft, car thief, mm-hmm. I'm stealing Ferraris and Porsches. I'm stealing a high-end car. Yeah. But maybe the parts go for a lot of money with those older cars, too. That could be a reason. Like what in a Honda Civic has a part that's worth a lot of money? Maybe to people that have that year or model car, they need can't pieces find and parts. They can't find it yet. <laughs> Okay, mm-hmm. so every one that I read off here, there's some specific part, according to Nikki D, that yes, people are looking for. For sure. The Ford pickup full size from 97. Catalytic converter. I'm telling you, these car these car, <laughs> these car, car thieves, these car thieves. Very specific. Driving some old school cars. And maybe it's just easier to get away, make the getaway, you know what I mean? Like a, a Ferrari is a flashy car. Or maybe those old school cars don't have the same kind of alarm systems how our newer Ooh. cars do, and mm. it's easy for them to pop, pop, and go. I still don't understand why to this day cars do not come equipped with cameras, dash cams, and in-cabin cameras that go to a hard drive Mm. that you can get off the cloud. That makes zero sense to me because what then they could do is force you to buy that monthly internet subscription. And I'm not talking about the just check your email subscription. I'm talking about the upgrade. It makes zero sense. I cannot believe I'm the only person that I'm smarter than the car manufacturers to think that way. Same with airplanes. How do you not have cameras in airplanes? 
That amazes me to this day. So are you going to say it's a privacy thing? Oh, okay. Well, everybody else has cameras mm-hmm. and they're and they're filming and you don't take phones. and you don't take them away. So it's not a privacy thing. Yeah, it's not about posting it. It's about having it for the record. Yeah, so you can save your ass. Yes. You know, and and, and maybe people wouldn't be as stupid if they knew that there are cameras on planes. Who knows? <laughs> right. The 2023 Honda Accord is on this list. Oh, that's a newer one. Sweet ride. Okay. The That's ha- what I got. Honda Accord. Oh, shoot. I better be careful. Well, that's, You're not a 23, though. That's what I was always told, that Hondas are easily, you know, you can break into them. Well, I got an alarm on mine, so they better not try to steal it. Every you car's know? got an yeah, alarm. Yeah, I was like, what What Honda of your <laughs> model year doesn't have an alarm? I, 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 I the think, older ones? I think like 89, they stopped making you put your own alarm in a car. Right. <laughs> Did you ever have to put your own alarm in a car? Yes. Yeah. That was cool. You felt cool. Mm. And they gave you the key fob or the fob. Yep. Because everybody didn't have those then. So if you had one and you had the chirp, it was like, oh. And how fancy? often? And, and still, let me tell you something. <laughs> and still to this day, I quad chirp because yeah. when in those days when you got it put on, you wanted people to. It was like a status thing. Yes. So you chirped for all to hear. Yep. I still do that. I, well, that has to do my OCD, too. Well, why but did that lady do that when we were at the haunted house? And she got on my nerves so bad. I was like, lady, nobody's about to steal your 2000 van. Yeah. Stop hitting that button. Well, you this list, that? this list is telling you the contrary. Oh, please. She just, she did it because we were standing by her car. She, she just kept hitting the button. I'm like, we get it. You got you an alarm standing, on your van. We were standing in front we of her. We were standing in front of her van. Nikki's not wrong. She was like, I, I don't know. She couldn't go forward. So I don't, <laughs> she, just she had to go backwards. <laughs> I think she was like, this is my new ride. It's sweet. <laughs> Check it out. It chirps. Watch this door. It opens by itself. The Hyundai Sonata 2015, Kia Optima 2001, the GMC pickup full-size 2001. That's what I've got a GMC pickup. A lot pickup. of early 2000s, like GMs. You've said a, a pickup, the, the Silverado, the full-size. Now oh, you've Chevrolet. seen that. Mm-hmm. I guess the other one was a Ford, the 97 Ford. Honda CRV 2007. And Toyota Camry, 2002, and Chevrolet Tahoe. Is there a Ooh. 2013 Dodge Journey with no bumper? Is that, is that a safe car? Absolutely not. Nobody wants it. You'll never have to worry about it being is stolen. Is that car safe? Hold on. <laughs> Battery is exposed? It is on a list, actually. Cars that the thieves refuse to steal. Is there any chance thieves will feel bad for me and put my bumper back on? There is a number here that you can call for them to steal. Uh, is there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can really go for that right now. <laughs> Insurance doesn't know the bumper's off of it, so if I got them to total it right now, then I could still get a, a nice penny off Nelson of it. Nelson would chase after him not to stop them from stealing his car. He'd be like, hey, don't free- I got the bumper. Hold on for a second. Yeah. <laughs> I need this to be found in the wreckage. I need, them to think, love it. I need them to think it's your fault. <laughs> that's, when the, that's when the, the thief gets in it and goes, oh, man, sorry, wrong car. Uh-huh. <laughs> immediately. No, they would get in his car and immediately get back out. Not because anything's wrong with it other than the inside of it is filthy. I wonder, they you know, wow, why are we tech- We already know I'm a bum missing parts of my car. We don't have to attack the cleanliness of the ride. They'll leave it there. So if anybody's, just a quick question, because I don't, I've never, I've not met too many people that have had their car stolen before, but I've always wondered, like, if your car's stolen, do you feel as, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, violated? Violated, as you would if somebody broke into your house. Yes. Oh, I don't think so. I, I don't think, think so would. either. Mm-mm. It's just the car they're stealing. Yeah, but think about what you have in your car. Most of us 
don't have cars that are clean and there's nothing in it. You have something in your trunk. That's of value to you. For me, I have stuff in my middle section, my glove box. I would be pissed. But you feel violated, though? Yes. Don't steal my stuff. I work for that just like mm. I do for my home. Yeah, but you know what I mean, violated. Like, uh, I can't sleep. Like, you feel at, dirty, right. can't sleep at night because somebody's, uh, somebody else has been in here. It, it, it's kind of the same theory of when you meet someone new and they come into the house that you lived in prior with the person that you're with before. Mm-hmm. You know, no woman's going to put up with that. No. She'll make you find a new place to live. Right. <laughs> but no woman has ever said to a guy or guy to a woman or whatever your situation is and said, hey, I need you to get a new automobile because you didn't have this uh-huh. when we met. You got this when you were with your ex. Right. So there's that. I think maybe that answers my question. But I don't know. Anyway, if you want to answer that, 916-909-0985. Third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you why a pastor committed suicide and what road rules could be changing soon. Road rules? Yeah. All right. Two big stories from today, especially the road rules road story. Rule. Uh, third round of headlines here in a minute. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. All right, here we go. Third round of headlines. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. GoodGuysHeatingCooling.com. Nikki D. An outed mayor sadly took his own life. H5. I've been an object of an internet attack. An article that was written about my capacity as a mayor, capacity as a pastor. The article is not who or what I am. A small town Alabama mayor um, died by a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Uh, His name was he was from Smith Station, which is in Florida. His name was Pastor Bubba Copeland. He was also the mayor of that town. Well, the article uh, was published by 1819, which is a news publication there in Alabama. And they put out that he dresses as a transgender woman by the name of Brittany Blair. And when you go on Instagram, they've now taken the page down. But the page was up where it shows him dressing as a transgender woman. And he says in the caption that a transitioning transgender curvy girl loves smiling in clothes and shoes. The pastor said he just did this for fun to relieve stress, but mm. I guess just the pressure of everything coming out, he took his own life sadly. I don't believe that. You know, the the, the problem is, is you have all these people that preach uh, everything that they are. Mm-hmm. They preach against, I should say, everything that they are. Uh, not everyone, mm-hmm. but if you Some do, if you are you, you are what you are. Own it, claim it. Who cares Living what anybody else? But when you live in certain parts of the country, certain parts of the world, um, you know, you feel pressured that you can't do certain things, unfortunately. And but you can't sit up on your 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 hill, your soapbox, and tell people how bad they are for being themselves when you're doing the same thing. You're just lying. Yeah, to be a preacher. I mean, this and- is this isn't the first time something like this has happened, especially with. The, the same exact scenario. I don't know about I don't know about any transgender pastors that have come out, but a lot of things have come out from pastors that they've done that are absolutely wrong, and it goes against the things that they are preaching. And in this case, um, this publication doesn't want to speak out about it, but I want to know how they found mm-hmm. this page and knew it was him because he doesn't look anything like he does as a man. It looks better, huh? He's a cute, curvy woman. Like I I would have thought it was a woman if nobody told me. Is he thick? Yes, he was. He's thick. He was thick. You know, and, it, and it's sad, right? It's sad that, you know, you take, you, you decide that's what you're going to do for a living, right? You're going to be a politician or you're going to be 
uh, a religious person, right? You're going to be a pastor or a preacher or and whatever. He was both, right? And you, and then you struggle with what you're told to believe, mm-hmm. you know, and what who you really are. Um, you know, so notwithstanding Tom Morello's comments from earlier, mm-hmm. but if if that's what you are, if you're if, if you're a homosexual, you're homosexual. Be you. Right. You just have and to and live say in that truth. And, and yeah. And, and, and if, if the people around you don't agree or don't want it, who cares what they want? Mm-hmm. If they aren't paying your bills and putting food on the table for your family, that's my mantra. Absolutely. I don't care what you think or what you have to say. If you're not paying my bills or putting food on the table, if you get in the way of that, then we've got some issues. I will win. I mm-hmm. promise you I will win every time I do. But don't. If they're going to go on the internet, they're going to say something. But you're going to have to get out of Dodge. You can't do that in small town Alabama. No, 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 no. He's going to have to move. And you cannot be. Well, not anymore. But, well, yeah. not anymore, well, right. unfortunately. But you can't be the pastor of a church and be a transgender woman because people are not going to have that. Definitely not in the South. It makes me sad. It does. That he you know? couldn't just do something else. But I guess when you're rooted there and he's married, he has a family, mm, it's a lot. And that's the other thing. I've always had a problem with, you know, you, you start a family, you start one way. And, and and it's very selfish because you're not taking into consideration. Now you have other lives at stake. Mm-hmm. You have your kids and the lives that they have to live. And his poor kids, if he's got kids, I'm assuming he does, an extended family have to continue the rest of their days with this story as baggage yes. and all the rumors that go along with it. And, and, and now that's their behind. life. And that's their life mission now is to defend or explain mm-hmm. everything instead of living in, you know, quote unquote, normal life. Right. You know, second story. Turning right on red may soon be a thing of the past. H6. That's when we'll start to see the no turn on red signs at about 100 different intersections all across the city. The reaction? It's always chaos. It's always chaos. A dramatic rise in accidents, killing or injuring pedestrians and bicyclists has led to a policy change that's going across the country, which they are trying to ban turning right on red. Washington, D.C., is the only place so far where it has been approved and it's going to take effect in 2025. Yeah, and you know why? It's because people don't look. Mm-hmm. They, exactly. They just figure, they just kind of, I, I, I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's right on red. And, and what's great about the roads here, and if you've never lived anywhere else or been anywhere else or often, the roads in Sacramento are really, really, at least Roseville area, mm-hmm. you know, are, are beautiful. Like they're they're clean, they're wide. It's just Roseville, <laughs> and and that turn, you know, that turn lane, nifty. I like it. But what happens is you're supposed to yield, and if not, if it's it's red, you stop and then you go. Mm-hmm. But these people, woo, woo, and then you got people walking across the street. I am guilty of sometimes not totally paying attention to people crossing the street when I'm doing right on red. So a few times I've had a, some close calls, but it makes me realize like. Look everywhere before you turn. I've seen a dude get hit by a car. I was at an intersection. Dude get hit by a car, by a car turning on red, and he nailed this dude. Nailed him. He was jogging. Had his ear oh. earbuds in. Nails this guy. Flips up on the hood right in front of me. This is the reason I got a dash cam. Dang. Flips up on the hood, goes in the windshield, shatters the windshield, rolls off the car. Young guy, good shape, no shirt. Gets up, brushes himself off. Puts his ear pods back in and runs off. Oh, good. Wow. I was like, I wish I had that on film. That was badass. Like, you, sir, are my hero. The person in that car is traumatized. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, my God. This guy's like, just a flesh wound. See I've got later. to go. I've got to go. Uh, this weekend, my wife and I obeyed the rules of the state of California. We spent eight hours in a classroom 
learning about uh, what you can and can't do as uh, we go to get our CCW, our Concealed Carry Weapons Permit. I know some of you are like, oh, no, not that. Mm -hmm. That's horrible. Others are like, good for you. And then there's some people who go, I can't believe you even took that class. You know, that kind of thing. So everybody from different standpoints. But I did learn a lot. Uh, One thing in particular is, you know, a lot of people just think it's John Wayne stuff, right? You own a firearm, you're a badass, you're indestructible. You should show it, use it, brag about it. No, 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 no. And it really boils down to just the five elements of self-defense, which I think is very important. Duck, dip, dive, dodge, duck. Exactly. He was actually, he was there throwing wrenches at us. So you just ruined my next segment. So there I'm you go. Sorry. Yeah. Once again, you just watch dodgeball. You know, we'll find <laughs> we'll find something else to talk about here. No, the five elements of self defense. It might interest you, or at least surprise you, of these things that you have to ask yourself before you defend yourself. All right, give us a minute. Hey, good morning. Appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Kyle is gone. Mm-hmm. But we appreciate his service. Yes. Give us a like, share, follow, and listen to the BS on social media and our YouTube channel at The Bailey Show. Get our podcast on the Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com, or wherever you get podcasts in the video version on our YouTube channel uh, outside of releasing the radio show each and every day, which you got a compliment on the BS2 Peers Facebook, private Facebook group. Anyone can join, by the way. I got a compliment? Yeah. They, they normally uh, beat me up over there. Now they, they were appreciative that it was funny because for some reason, I think Friday there was a hiccup of it getting up on the app mm-hmm. uh, versus on the website. And they were saying, it's just, it, we really appreciate how fast you guys get that up. And then <laughs> I went and I said, well, that's Nikki D. She's a beast. Oh, so okay. putting you over a little well, thank bit. Thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, then we have a, another podcast that we do called the BS Uncensored that we release every Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. So uh, as uh, we all continue to adapt to a new state here in California, coming from different parts of the country, uh, Nikki and I from Georgia and Nelson from Nebraska, uh, I'm very much a pro uh, two guy, and that means I like firearms. Uh, but I, I'm a fan of. He also uh, likes hot guy on guy action. Yeah, all, all of them put together. That's in my two guy. It's in my grinder bio. <laughs> Is that the name <laughs> of like the law or something? Second, the Second Amendment. He's just okay. a pro two. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Second Amendment. It's there's a bunch of them. But yeah, that's this. I got you. I didn't know that's what you called it. It's sandwiched between one and three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With that being said, I am uh, I'm definitely for evolving the law, mm-hmm. and I think things need to change. So the bad guys don't get it. And I never understood why the diehard firearm people are like, you know, um, like I don't mind registering my guns. I just don't. I mean, we register our cars. We register everything there is in life. Do you think that registering your guns is going to be any different? Anyway, that's not the conversation. Conversation is I have to adapt to the laws here in the state of California, which I've got no problem with. These are the rules. I live here now. I must abide by. Mm -hmm. And I like to consider myself a law-abiding citizen. So in the state of California, in order to get your CCW carried conceal weapons permit, uh, you have to take a class. There's a lot of hoops to jump through, um, and I'm okay with it. And uh, up until next year, it's eight hours. So come January 1, that law changes, and it's going to be 16 hours. So you have Ooh. to add eight hours no. after no, 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 no. your grandfather did. But you do have to re-up every two years. Oh, you know, it's like they, a real estate license and do continuing ed, and which that means taking the firearms that you register that you would like to conceal, 
on your person, and an instructor must sign off that you know how to use them in all ways, shape, form, fashion. Mm. But can you have it in your car? Is that legal? So yes. Not have to go through this class. So, well, I don't have time to go through all of it, but okay. there, there are, there are rules of how to have them when you're traveling, like in a car, mm-hmm. in your house, when it's not on your person. Okay. So uh, I, I'm going to get the instructor I got from Northern Firearms, uh, Paul Robbins. Actually, an old radio guy. So he was really good. Like this class was really good. Like, I like to learn, and I don't know everything there is to know, mm-hmm. especially about firearms. I mean, I know enough. I grew up using them. So I was excited. My wife and I were excited to go, and our classmates were great. We had Santa Claus in our class. Whoa. Well, dude, that looked in like- In a full suit? No, he looked like Santa. Oh, okay, okay. I just called Nelson him Nelson with the red shirt? No, he oh, really owned it. He, gotcha. This guy had the white beard and everything. And, and there was even <laughs> former military in the class- that, you know, we're like, okay, well, I needed to brush up and I need to do this and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So, But there was a lot of things you learned. The, the one thing that I, I just really would like to convey to people is that because you carry or you own or you're pro, that does not make you a tough guy. In fact, it should make you a smart guy. It should make you a person that says, I never want to use this and I never want to show this and I never want to draw this. That's what it should make you. There's a big misconception of the gun liker lover. It's mm-hmm. that, hey, look at me. Look, The people that are on social media, not at a range like my pictures, I was conveying a message. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the ones with the gun going off and the cash and showing. That's ridiculous. That's silly. This is for self-defense, and it's mm-hmm. our right to defend ourselves. So on Friday, I spent uh, a few hours at NorCal Gun Vault because I had to register my firearms. I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a registry here in the state of California that if your that handgun is not on the registry, with not taking into consideration bringing it in from another state because mm-hmm. you moved, but if you were to buy a firearm here in the state of California, it has to be on the registry. Okay. There is a there is a gun which is very. <laughs> the, the, a lot of this makes sense, and a lot of this is really silly. But there is a registry. So, like on Friday, there was a new Sig that was on the registry, and everybody was coming to buy it. They're trying to get on the list. Mm-hmm. To sell a firearm, you must go through an authorized dealer. Sure. So I watched the sale of a couple firearms. It was very interesting. Mm-hmm. I talked to the owners there, and they were very educational. They taught me a lot, very informative about all these things. Assault rifles are banned in the state of California. Mm-hmm. What concept- Do you already have one? What if you already have one? So if you already have one, you have to modify it to the laws, oh. which it cannot be a pistol grip. So you'd have to put what's called a fin on it so you can't put your whole the assault rifle ban is a little it was like a, a bunch of people got in a room and there was like let's do this i think it's going to make people at least happy mm-hmm. because it's kind of silly okay. like you can buy it's it's really the eye test if it looks like an assault rifle then they're like not going to happen well let's lower the caliber oh it looks like an assault rifle but it only shoots 22s that's fine mm. well those are still deadly yeah you know what i mean so it's the assault rifle ban is a little silly uh, I mean, if you're really going to do something, do it, do it, instead of just allowing people to modify it, which is a, a whole other thing. But when it comes to self-defense, it's not just firearm, it's for anything. And the Castle Doctrine, which the state of California definitely has a standard ground law, the Castle Doctrine reads here a lot different than it does like where we're from. Mm-hmm. So your yard, your driveway, your garage, 
is is you, it's hands off for you. Mm-hmm. You just if somebody you, you cannot take action with somebody in your driveway. Mm-hmm. You just can't. It's, so like that story we did where the guy went outside and and he was still in his truck. He could not get his gun and shoot him because we were talking about that. Him being at home, why well, let, didn't he do that? Let's reword that. Let's not say it that way. Say brandish his firearm in order to stop him. Because I don't want that message to be, go out there and shoot somebody. Because mm-hmm. well, we're, tr- we're trying not to say that, and I, and I don't want people to think that's who we are or I am. Because no one wants to, that to happen. But we're talking about defending yourself at, at your home, right? Right. If, in fact, you need to defend yourself. If somebody's stealing your car and you don't think your life is in jeopardy, unfortunately, there's nothing you can do mm-hmm. other than call law enforcement. I mean, you could get in a physical altercation if you choose, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, you better be prepared to tell your story. Yeah, but even then, you can't then claim that my life was in danger and then I shot him because I got into a fight with him in my yard. You, let me make this very clear. Mm -hmm. You cannot brandish your firearm and use your firearm saying self-defense if you started the altercation. Got it. Well, that makes sense anyway. So if somebody is stealing your car, and you go outside and start a physical altercation, and you're losing, and you go, well, I need to defend myself because I feel like my life is threatened, Mm-mm. you're going to lose. You're going to mm-hmm. spend a lot of time in jail. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if they have a firearm. Um, well, no, that's now that's different. Okay. So if they brandish their firearm, and they, you know, when you see it, or you then feel your life's in jeopardy, now that's a different story. There's okay. really just five elements to follow. Mm-hmm. It's innocence. If you started the fight, you can't claim self-defense. Okay. Imminence. The threat is happening now or just about to happen. Proportionality, if the threat is non-deadly, you cannot use deadly force. Mm -hmm. Uh, Avoidance, if retreating or running away is possible, do that. So in this case that you're you're bringing up, don't go outside. You had the opportunity not to go outside. Mm. Right. Right? You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now, if you're in your house and somebody comes in your house and confronts you, I mean, you obviously feel threatened because that person should not be in your house. No. They're taking your things. And if you say, hey, stop, and they don't want, you know, that's a different story. And then reasonableness, which is pretty simple. Was your decision to use deadly force reasonable? And if you follow those five things, uh, you should be straight like skull. Is the use of a weapon deadly force in all, like, how am I trying to ask this? Like, this guy comes into my house. I, I purposely shot low. Like, I just, I didn't want to kill him. I just needed to stop him from being able to hurt me, so I shot him in the knee. It doesn't matter where you that's de- That's what I'm asking. Just the use of a gun is deadly force. Yes. Yeah. Okay. At, it, it, and at all times, you don't... You, I might sound you, stupid. You just No, you don't. No. Look, taking this... Like, I highly suggest, even if you don't want your CCW, there's people in that class that didn't even want their CCW, mm-hmm. but they took the class. Because, you know, when Paul, he makes it very, very clear. He's like, I'm not an attorney. I'm not a lawyer. These aren't the laws. This is just what I can tell you as an instructor, as a, as a professional instructor. Um, and then, we, you know, you go through some scenarios. But the percentage, the, the lowest percentage of people that commit, commit crimes, or not crimes, but use, and let, me, let me reword this, the, the percentage of people that use firearms on other people, the lowest percentage of people are people with CCWs, mm. with, with concealed permits. The next lowest percentage are like elderly Asian women. I mean, that just goes to show you, you learn you don't have to use. Right. You know, it's kind of like karate, right? Yes. It's like, why do you, why, you know, they're on the boat and he goes, mm-hmm. why, are, why are you learning this? So I don't have to use it. Exactly. You know, it's, just, it's the same kind of thing. 
But it's very, very informative. So we go through this class, and, you know, we ask questions. There's a video. We started at Bass Pro Shop in Rockland in this back room, and then we moved over to the range, Mm -hmm. uh, the Placer County range, and then we went, and then you had to go through certain um, drills. You know, because most of the time, like, if you're in a situation – that altercation is going to be very close, mm-hmm. like to the point where you can't extend. So your firearm will be butted up against your mm-hmm. rib, like almost your rib cage. So you have to be able to know, you have to know what to do. So they taught y'all like some like type that. of hand-to-hand combat stuff or something? No, 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 no. Oh, just, okay. just you know, they had targets up and they're like, okay, so 5, 10, 15. Okay. Now take the firearm, pull it back, put it close to your side fire where are you at and you can only, you know you can only miss a certain amount of them oh okay and then if you missed it you know nobody nobody missed it was, it was pretty easy class mm. so now you have to bring your own firearms and all that stuff it was great it was, I mean, like i it, it, you know there's a different mentality in the south so when i posted some of this stuff over over the weekend i got kickback right mm-hmm. which i knew i would sure but i gotta tell you i am a fan of it i am a, and i've always said this pre everybody on the news I am a fan of everyone being educated. And I'm not just talking about going out to the field with your dad. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, because the laws and the rules change all the time. They do. You know, and people, they're, they have a misperception, misconception of what they can do and have the right to do when that's not the case. You just gave me a scenario that I thought was legal and it's totally not. So, yeah, education is key. So I'm going to get Paul on the show this week so he can go through some of this stuff. Because I'm sitting there going, you know, because we have this tough guy mentality. Like, one of the first things I learned, I took a class years ago. Uh, well, when I first started getting back into firearms, this is years and years ago, the mindset is, I hear someone in my house, I'm going out, I'm getting them. Mm-hmm. No, 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 Because mm-hmm. what if there's somebody behind the door and they get you and they take your fire? You're done. Oh. Right. You don't do that. You barricade yourself off. You say, get out of my house. I'm calling the police. Leave now. The TVs can be replaced. And you just sit and wait in case they come in, and then you take action from there. You know what can't be replaced? Lives mm-hmm. and the time spent with your family while you're in jail and you were just trying to be the good guy. Absolutely. That's right. You know, don't let the bad guys outsmart you because we're not the bad guys. We're the good guys. So now if somebody breaks in your house, you're not running downstairs to regulate. You're barricading yourself. No, I joke with stuff like that. I, I would never do that anyway. Like, you should have a plan. Like, I have mm-hmm. a plan. You know, I know where I would be to, to, to protect my family. Mm-hmm. Um, but hell no, I'm not going downstairs. Oh, okay. Dogs I are, thought you were going. Dogs are upstairs. Wife's upstairs. Mm-hmm. Daughter's upstairs. My computer's upstairs. My studio's upstairs. Computer. My pictures are upstairs. There's not much downstairs you can take. You take some plates, <laughs> some silverware, and an energy drink, and get out. Don't, don't worry about it. I got you on camera. We'll get you. <laughs> but everybody's going to be fine. Everybody's going to be good. Uh, I just got a text from my wife. You're not going to believe this. So uh, we got some rain. I'm, I'm assuming across Sacramento we got some good rain, right? Mm-hmm. For you that, for those that drive Uber or Lyft, you're gonna have to explain a rain surcharge. Mm, wow. I've never heard of that one. I have not heard of that That's either. Messed up. But maybe there's not a lot of drivers out. My wife just told me the price, what she had to pay to go about four miles. Ooh. And it's gonna blow your mind. I guess it's called. A, I don't know what it's called. I'm assuming it's a rain surcharge, which is kind of silly. 916-909-0985. Give us a minute. Hang on. My wife's got a, uh, a new gig, new job. It's like four miles from the house. Works at this med spa. Really cool cool place. And right now, we, she doesn't have a vehicle. So, uh, so like, either 
myself or my daughter will pick her up when it's time for her to come home. Mm-hmm. But in the morning, she's got an Uber. And you guys don't live far from where she's working. No, yeah, four miles. Quick yeah, ride. Four miles. And usually it's like five bucks, four bucks. You know, eventually mm-hmm. we're going to have to get her a vehicle. You know, sure. we're, I think we're going to go out this weekend and look at some. But uh, it's like four or five bucks. Not a big deal. So, the, by the way, the Uber driver says, no, I'm not taking shots at you. You're a good guy. He's a, he's a fan of the show. So, good. thank you for getting my wife to work safely. You're a good dude. You're just trying to get your side hustle on, I'm sure. So, mm-hmm. thank you very much. But I found that you, can, you don't control the costs. Would you like to guess how much Uber charged her for like four miles? $15. Now, it's raining, so I guess that comes into play. I've never heard this before. It makes sense. If they're whenever they're short of drivers and they have a high demand, they put those surges on there. Mm-hmm. But what does that have to do with the rain? Because a lot of people don't go out and pick up people in the rain because they don't want people getting in and out of their car wet. Really? Yep. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Also, maybe people that would otherwise walk or take a bike to work or travel not inside of a car, they might be. Picking up an Uber, Uber now. All right, this is not how the segment's supposed to go. You guys are supposed to agree with everything I'm saying right oh, now. I agree. You're not giving me all these actually legit reasons <laughs> why I'm it could be gonna... the price that it is. I'm still going to say it's really bull. I'm <laughs> like sitting here going, okay, well, I don't even know why I brought this up. That actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, $15 is not the price. Try again. $20. Now. More than twenty dollars? Wow. Yeah. Now see that's crazy. That's okay, bull. thirty dollars. Thirty five. Oh, $35. Now, that's ridiculous. I wouldn't have paid that. Is no that, way. So do your rules still apply or what? It's still the rules. They still apply, but I wouldn't have paid that. No way. No, what is she supposed to do? Take a bus? Gosh, was did she try the other ride share app? Like were they surging too? I doubt it. Yeah, I would have tried Lyft. See if they were surging. If they both were surging, I guess I didn't have a choice, but I'd try something else. Knowing her, she probably forgot her password. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she said there probably took her 20 minutes just trying to figure out her password. Well, I'm going to try Lyft. Ah, I'm giving up. <laughs> I was like, $35 for four miles. Because they're often not ever surging at the same time. It's like, uh, it's New Year's Eve prices. Yeah. That's a little silly. Or concert prices. When uh-huh. you got to get a ride from a concert, you know you're going to be hit over the head. Yes. Mm-mm. You know, that's, uh, that's price gouging. Yes. You know, well, I guess it's not price it's gouging. It's not. They have to go with the demand, supply and demand. Nikki D's beautiful, amazing, young mother. Mama D, let's welcome her to the show. How are you, Mama D? I'm doing fine. How are you? Good. I heard something about you. What did you hear now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> and you know I love you. Okay. And you love me. Yes. But I heard that you are doing something today, and maybe not a lot of people know that you're doing it. <laughs> Where did you get that from? <laughs> exactly. Where did you get that from? <laughs> I cannot tell you where I got that information from, but if you were to guess, you'd be right. Okay. I can imagine. Yeah, it's from your What daughter. is space? You know what I know? What do you know? I know that today, the sixth day of November, is Mama D's birthday! birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Thank you, guys. Thank you. To you. Happy birthday to you. Okay, 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 okay. Did you hear about this uh, church choir thing, Mama? <laughs> I 
I heard about it this morning. <laughs> like, growing up, she was never the songbird in the house, was uh, she? Not at all. Yeah, what do you think? Wow. How are you going to say that? I've been in choir my whole life. You've you been in choir. Yes, and right. I've been singing. She, and been. I even had a solo <laughs> in the seventh grade, okay? You've been. You're mm-hmm. right. You've been in choir. And I had a solo. <laughs> She's saying everybody got a solo in seventh grade. No, they didn't. Oh, yes, we did. No, they didn't. <laughs> yeah, I got one, too. <laughs> yeah. I was in the Farmer and the Dell. Yeah. <laughs> So Mama D is not wrong in her infinite wisdom of all these 21 years on this earth. Mm. Uh, so what are we doing for your birthday, Mama D? What's going on? Um, let's see. I'm going to go out to dinner this evening. Where are you going? I'm not sure. I don't know. I was just told to get dressed. Longhorn. Who's, right. take, who's taking you? Her husband. My husband's taking me out for dinner, but I don't know where. Okay, I don't know. Mama so D might be I'm playing. a little nervous because I like to know where I'm going. Uh-huh. Yeah. So do we, uh, we, like, what is your favorite? What's your go-to? Are you like a pizza girl? Are you a steak girl? What are you? No, I don't like steak at all. I like seafood. Okay, so see, that's like, Dickie D's a seafood girl. I mm-hmm. am. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's uh, most likely if he's a smart man, and he is, he's going to take you to a seafood joint. like a, a nice place, like Papado's. a red, red lobster or something. <laughs> no, red lobster? Red lobster? Yeah. Papado's. Papado's. That's our that's go-to. Right. Papado's is very good. It is. It's yeah, I want to go to Papado's. And what did you ask for for this 21st birthday? I didn't ask for anything. What does your daughter normally get you? Mm. Uh, let's see. It ranges. She can get me anything from a designer purse mm-hmm. to she can get me candles from Bath and Body or she can give me, um, oh, she gave me some nice cool boots one year. Okay. And this year you got her what? I'm not telling her. It's still in the mail. Okay, so they're that, a little slow. So that now, when did you order it? I ordered it a week ago. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Do you like to get it there on time? I try to get it there on time, but I don't like when prizes don't get there on time. Yeah, me too. That bothers me a little bit. But I don't like just giving people cash, so I like there being a gift. So here's what upsets me about today, Mama D. All right. What's that? Because of our relationship, right? Because of our love, I would have liked to have gotten you something for your birthday but i get in this morning and your daughter says and i quote oh i forgot it's my mom's birthday no i did not say i forgot now don't you say that, that it was not a, a quote paraphrase mm. <laughs> I did not say I forgot. she didn't say she forgot <laughs> no she, she did it was she that, misplaced the information it was uh, to that effect like oh like she was shocked that it was today you I should forgot have, I wasn't thinking. You should have let us know. I would have gotten her something. Now I can't get her anything because it's past the past the day. She has Venmo and Cash App. You can always send. I'm not you giving your to. mother cash. That's well, ridiculous. There you go. <laughs> Nelson would have liked to have gotten her something very expensive. Macaroni card. A macaroni card. Mm-hmm. And the good stuff too. The Velveeta shells. Yeah, not we the, don't eat that. Not the. I said a card. What? I would make a card out of the macaronis. So with somebody that has zero cash, what would you have gotten, Mama D? I would have, it would have been a verbal birthday gift. And an IOU? Uh-huh, yeah. You should send her a cameo for free. She can have a cameo. What would I, it say? It would say, dearest Mama D, you are my whole heart. Oh. I, w- I wish you nothing but the most deliciousness that you can find on your Papa Do's birthday. Do you have to stretch the find? Fine. <laughs> Did you hear that? Nelson, that was so beautiful. Thank you. Uh, you know what he's doing? He's, he's he's going to what we call Black Nelson, and there's no need for that. <laughs> Mama D loves us all the same. It's okay. You don't have to 
show out like that. Keep it wah <laughs> uh, Well, Mama D, I just wanted to get you on because we love you as uh, as, Thank you. as we get acclimated to the audience. And you've been on numerous times. They'll, they love you. They will love you. They are loving you. It's just a bunch of love going around right now. Happy birthday, so, Mother. So happy, happy birthday. birthday. Thanks. 21's a big one, so, so do it right, okay? It is, it is. I'm going to actually have an alcohol beverage tonight. Ooh, okay. I was going to ask that. Are you going to get torn up? No, no. Oh. Just one beverage. Just a beverage. What about cocaine? No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that to my mother. Never that. Yeah. No. <laughs> Your mom sent you a picture and she's got like white stuff on her. No. The no, bottom of her on nose. No. <laughs> Negative. On there. <laughs> she got like four bottles like emptied over in the uh-huh. back. Best birthday ever! Mom, why are you holding on to a rolled up $100 bill? <laughs> That's my glass mirror, Mom. Mine. <laughs> All right. Well, happy birthday. We love you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Happy birthday. Bye. Bye-bye. That's the only time we'll ever do a birthday shout-out. I, mm-hmm. just, I despise the term shout-out. I was going to mm-hmm. say, you just said shout-out. You I couldn't never believe say it. that. I know. I, I couldn't believe we said it. Making fun of myself. Oh. Okay. Where'd you get her? Now she's off. But she can still listen. hear. She's listening. Hey, Nikki D, you remember your mom? Yeah. It's her birthday. I know. I got to go. Bye. How much did you spend? I spent enough. 100? I'm not telling you. 200. I'm not telling you. 50. Enough. 25. That's all you need to know. Where did you get that from? Free. Of course it's not free if I'm sending her something that has to be mailed. You got her a long sleeve 98 Rock t-shirt. No, <laughs> I did not. I barely got one myself. <laughs> you got her a little flashlight thingy, which nope. are very cool, by the way. Nope. <laughs> the no. logo flashlight thing yeah. we give away. I, dude, I, 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 I would like one, but I don't want to take. I don't know how many <laughs> we have. I really think they're neat. <laughs> I've never seen those before. I'll snag you one. She All has. Right. She has that cup over there, though. I mailed her that when we the first BS, got here. The BS mm-hmm. uh, tumbler. Tumbler. Yep, she does yeah. have one of those. All right, uh, I gotta get new new ones with the new logo, right? Yeah. Fourth and final round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you where millions in mushrooms were found and how a stolen cat got a man Monday. All right. Two big stories from today. Get you all that here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. Fourth and final round of headlines. Big thanks to our friends, good guys, heating and air. 530 Good Air. Nikki D. If you're selling drugs, a new fun guy is worth millions. H7. They were running air conditioners when it was a cold day, you know, which didn't seem right. They had air conditioners in the top windows there and also in the front of the house. If you're doing something that's illegal, uh, running an air conditioner when it's cold is something that might give you away. A Burlington man was arrested for growing $8.5 million worth of illegal mushrooms. And this is in Connecticut uh, near Hartford. Somebody that he probably made mad or the drug deal went bad. They tipped off the police and they went to his house and discovered it's, it was like rolls and rolls and rolls of mushrooms that they pulled out of the house and they had sitting out in the yard. It was crazy. Looking. What did you say that if, if you're running your air conditioning when it's cold? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't understand why. It's because not- it's cold. So why would you run the AC? Most people turn on their no, I understand. What does that have to do with mushrooms, though? Well, they had ACs in the windows, like those uh, mobile units. They uh-huh. were doing it to keep them cool. Oh, I guess they couldn't them. be hot. Oh, so if somebody, can, if law enforcement comes by your house and in the wintertime, and there's eight window units going right. for one room, yes, that's a dead giveaway. It's a giveaway. <laughs> but you're Get, doing something illegal in there. Yeah, I guess I never thought about that. I'll check your power too. 
They'll look at your power bill. Will they really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so they look for they look for houses, especially if they suspect there's one in the area, they can go and pull records because most of those are publicly owned. Yeah, that's power smart. companies. And they'll go find the people that are drawing way too much juice. Well, I hope I don't get uh, raided or something. I like to keep my house cold even in the wintertime. Right. Yeah, well, I don't think they're going to suspect you for growing illegal mushrooms. <laughs> I don't know. You know, you, Everybody's got a thing, man. Right. You don't know what my thing is. I don't know. You're right. You may have a backyard. How do you think I could afford to buy that shirt the other day? Oh, no. I'm banking. Right. The the shroom business is booming. All right, second start. Who knew a stolen cat could make you rich? H.A. Honestly, I couldn't believe that somebody would keep a cat if if somebody else was obviously looking for it. A jury just awarded a man $1.3 million. He lived in this um, drug rehab facility back in 2017, and he found a stray cat, an alley cat, and he brought it in. Well, his landlord did not want the cat apparently in the house, so he took it. Well, he confessed to the police that he took the cat, he gave it to his girlfriend, and had her take it to a shelter. So the guy sued him, and the jury gave him $1.3 million. Mm. We're assuming for punitive damages. It's not confirmed why they gave him that much, but they did. Had they, But how did they convince a jury? A jur- you say a jury? A jury, yeah. How'd they went to trial. Had they convinced a jury that he stole the cat? Like, what evidence they had? Well, he confessed to it. Oh, he, oh, he wow. confessed that he stole the cat. That never helps you. <laughs> no. Bold strategy. He confessed to it, so I, yeah. I've stolen a cat before from somebody. Re- why? Because they were mistreating it. When I was a kid, I was like, actually, I was 11. I was 11. And there is a, uh, it was like one of those, I think they're called some, there's like light brown and then dark brown heads. Oh, it's a Siamese. Siamese. Okay. Yep. Siamese. Siamese. Yeah, Siamese cat. So they were, they were mistreating it. They kept throwing it off like the second floor. And oh my stuff God. Because, you know, cats land on. And I was like, no, not happening. And I don't even like cats. Uh-huh. So I took the cat and I took it to my aunt's house and she loved cats. She had a bunch of cats. And it, and it stayed there. Lived happily ever after. Oh! <laughs> well, good thing you didn't get caught. Right, yeah. Right. Your mom would have probably been sued. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we had any money to win, but that's fine. <laughs> All right, last minute calls, comments, concerns, stuff on the text machine. You got it? Get it in. 916-909-0985. We have, yes, played the Big Fat Bribe song of the day this morning. But that doesn't mean it's not going to play again here today on 98 Rocks. So, in case you don't know what song that is and what to do, we'll tell you what that is so you can win 500. Duckies. Duckies. All that here in a minute. Hang on. As always, we appreciate uh, you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Thanks uh, to Kyle. For helping us out, as he does every day. Goes back uh, to do a sportsy show here in a little bit. You got anything on the text machine there, uh, Nikki D? I do. It says, I was Rachel's driver. She was very nice, and I have no clue about a rain surge. It sounds like Uber is sticking it to the riders. She paid $35, and I only got 15 of it. That's the true definition of the BS. Uh, oh, look at that. See, I told you that it wasn't his fault. I wasn't beating the, the driver up. Yeah, yeah, you said that. It was just, I mean, $35 to go four miles. Is ridiculous. I'm assuming it's a rain surcharge. I mean, what else could it possibly be? Is today a special day? Is there a lot of traffic out there? Is everybody getting an Uber at 9 a.m.? You know, I don't think so. No, it's a surge. You are absolutely correct. In a rain surge, I like that name. No, so if it's not one, they should make it one. That's a little silly. Yeah. Yeah. You got anything else? Uh, humidity is for the shrooms. Yeah. What does that mean, Nelson? They can't be hot? They'll wither up? It says humidity is for the shrooms? Yeah. 
the air conditioner pulls humidity out. So I don't know what they're saying by that. Does it bother you that anytime we have a drug question, we just automatically go to you? No, he it's just the, knows a lot about it. It's not the only thing you guys ask me smart like questions about that you don't right. know, but just no, it doesn't bother me. What else do we ask you about? Exactly. Other drugs? That's what <laughs> Prescription drugs. <laughs> like, please refresh my memory because I, I think it's only drugs. <laughs> I asked him about other things too. Uh, I uh, was video games. Uh, I, video games. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was surprised. You have anything else? Can I know? Uh, anybody home? If so, would you please play Dio Holy Diver? I'm Kelly from Loomis. Sure, all day long. Mm-hmm. We'll get it. <laughs> so uh, I was surprised when you guys came over this weekend. So I did another brisket and I had some friends over Saturday night. And because these two didn't get any of the brisket that I made for the FBI class, mm-hmm. I told him, I was like, you know, pop by if you can, if you want, you know, whatever. Uh, I no longer expect you guys to be there at the time that I tell you to. So I just, if, it, if it's if it's there, it's there. You eat it, you eat it. <laughs> and whatever. But I'm surprised you didn't mention something before you left. There was one thing that I've been withholding from you, Nikki D, for quite a while now. I don't think she was surprised. I wasn't surprised. I already knew what it was. You told her. No, I did not. What is it? It's that Santa wasn't black. I knew it wasn't, though. But so I showed you pictures. But I don't think you realize that somebody, when we put up the post, said that you uh, photoshopped it. So a guy said that. And I looked at it, and I'm like, you know what? He's right. He did photoshop it. So I, I was right with my gut. I knew what I knew. So I looked at the picture again when the guy posted on there and said, you did that. And I'm like, he did do it. Oh, so you have an eye for Photoshop now? Yeah, I do. Because that was really good Photoshop. It was high quality Initially, Photoshop. it was until the guy said it, and I looked again, and I'm like, ha, he's right. I knew well, he didn't have why a would you? Santa. Why would somebody ruin a good bit? That was funny. Well, because they knew that it wasn't true, just like I knew it wasn't true. So I wasn't shocked when I walked in your house and saw that Santa wasn't black. I knew he wasn't. Did you see our black coffee mug? No. We do have a black coffee <laughs> mug. So what? We did. We did. It's right. We left it out for you, actually, so you could see it. Shut up. No, sort of true story. I'll send you pictures. I don't need you to send me pictures. It might be photoshopped, but I'll send you pictures. <laughs> no, that was real. But like we made a big deal about the Santa and had everybody come out, and I was like, she didn't say a word. No. Nope. It was all for you. It the, was all for me. The whole show. You don't was think for you. I saw the Santa when I first walked into the house? I I, I, I don't I did. know. You guys are miserable. I don't know. You guys are mad at something. Yeah, but, I was mad. But... Yeah, I could tell. Made a very... I was a man. No, but you're uncomfortable around people you don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you did. You, you, you... Yeah, because what? I'm going to open my mouth up and then I'm going to hear about it on Monday because I said something stupid in front of Eddie? No. Yes. That's exactly what your job is. <laughs> no. That's exactly what you do. <laughs> Thank you. Pleased to meet you. That's what I need you to do. I ain't got nothing to talk about on Monday. <laughs> right? Sorry I didn't make an ass of myself in front of Eddie. Incubus, Wish You Were Here is the song you're listening for. We gave away $500 earlier this morning with 98 Rock's Big Fat Bribe. It will happen again sooner than later. So keep listening. When you hear Incubus's Wish You Were Here, be caller 18-916-909-0985 and win $500. Best of luck to you. And then we'll do it all again tomorrow morning at about 620. We'll tell you what the song is for you to listen for so you can win more money. More 500 duckies. duckies. At Listen to the BS on social. Give us a like, share, follow, please. And on YouTube at The Bailey Show is our channel. Uh, the Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com, anywhere you get your podcast. Get our podcast downloaded. It's, it's good stuff. All right. Nikki, you got anything? Yes, when you win today, please say duckies. All right. And Nelson? Uh, happy birthday, Mama D. Yeah, there you go. 
Have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. All goes well. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. Not listening.